I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have Laser Tag. They're taking the boys to Laser Tag! Sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I couldn't resist that uh, that Guide to the Lord of the Rings reference. <laughs> I think it's, a, is the it Laser movie. Tag or Laser Town? I think it's Laser Town. Okay, well, I was always I I initially thought heard, thought I heard laser tag, so that's where I'm going to stick. It, with that it's reference. close enough that I, I give you a pass. Yeah, you get to be close um, on that on that reference. Yeah, uh, so laser tag is apparently the first um, of a series of stories that were written for this like cold relics series. Um, there's like a website uh, for it as well that the original creator created uh, like like made up and stuff for it. And it's basically a, co- a collection of stories involving like bygone anachronistic sort of like weird items and such um usually around the 80s and 90s kind of era sort of uh things so um this was so also post read the whole thing right oh yeah yeah because we're 90s kids <laughs> yeah no we're, we're going to get to it I, like i i have them in a roster <laughs> okay, cool. um because uh digigecko on D- on, on creepypasta.wiki uh posted them so i i think they might be the original creator and they just like posted their work cuz creepypasta wiki went through a a purge of any content that wasn't a ri- wasn't posted by an original person or by original author and stuff. Um, okay. So so Digigecko should be the original creator or might be the at the very least they're the ones who posted on creepypasta.wiki. Regardless, you can check it out at creepypasta.wiki or you can check it out at the Cold Relics website. Like if you just Google Cold, Cold Relics creepypastas, you'll you'll find the website. So let's just dive into Laser Tag because it's a bit of a lengthy one. Um, so. The first paragraph is Nair, um, maybe Tyler from the Cold uh, Relics website. Again, when I looked up the about page on on the website, um, it said the person's name was Tyler, but that's not his real name. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, this person Nair is going through some backup content for a friend's dead website, Creepy Toys, from like back in the early two thousands, um, where people could submit creepy toy stories. Um, this one is one such tale that was recovered and cleaned up by the Nair, or the Nair-Ator. <laughs> the Nair. Yeah. The one true mm-hmm. Nair. Or, or Ed-Ator. <laughs> Ed-Ator. <Nice. laughs> uh, since they are not the, the actual narrator of the story. Uh, the real narrator of the story is Jake. Uh, Jake is writing up his a name journal. is Justin. Is it Justin? Fuck. <laughs> I look at you again with the very first thing you say is wrong. Son of a bitch. I went through the page. I, I swear to God, I read the story, guys. Oh, you sure about that? Did we read the same story? But, Jake, but Justin, Justin's story was not like Justin was not really referenced until like except for like the very beginning and then like in during his intro. And then like I think he was referenced like a couple of extra times, like during the actual yeah. like the bulk of the story but like yeah i never really i i, I know all the other characters names okay, cool. <laughs> watch they all be completely different <laughs> like here, hang on hang on, hang on. Let's, let's see let's see so we got we got Br- we got we got uh we got bart we got uh derek we got um mm-hmm. gilroy uh we got um uh we got um pansy and uh and nathan 
right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Definitely. Okay, no, totally that's, that, that's not right. Story. For anybody who's, like, who's listening, that, that wasn't correct, guys. So anyway, mm-hmm. let me just continue this. So Justin uh, is writing a journal for his therapist uh, about a traumatic event that scarred him and his friends when they were kids. And so like that's why he's at therapy and all that kind of stuff. So we're, we're getting this the, the events uh, as he jots them down for his therapist. Um, they were a group of six boys down in Florida. Uh, Justin, Brian, Devin, Gilbert, Peter, and Nick. Uh, Peter and Nick being twins, or fraternal t- twins. Um, it was the summer of 1998, and they liked to play N64 and run around outside uh, and, and play games outside. Uh, after getting really into GoldenEye 64, they decided to invent an outdoor game that they could play when they weren't playing N64 <laughs> uh, called Guns. Um, basically, make-believe FPS hide-and-go-seek uh, in and around their neighborhood. Um, they get really into like building up this game, like the rules and all that kind of stuff. Though, eventually, finger guns and shouting bang isn't cutting it for them anymore. And most of the alternatives for kids at that, po- at that point are lackluster at best, such as like Nerf and water guns and such. Uh, but then they discover laser tag uh, at Justin's birthday party. Um, Justin convinces his dad to take him to a Kmart and buy some some retail brand uh, laser tag sets, uh, but they can only find four of them at the store. However, on the way home, they spot a thrift store and decide to give give it a shot, like see if they can find anything in there. And it's here that Justin finds a set of two knockoff Middle Eastern laser tag toys um, that kind of look real, like aesthetically, um, and they and they look kind of like badass. Uh, they're like they they're actually made of metal and they have like leather straps and there's this some weird electronic bits to them that like 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 the guns themselves like there's no like battery source that they can like like or like a hatch to like oh actually get a battery source they're just always like active um so and and they got like this like really weird looking like sensor thing that's like made with metal and has like a heavy duty like foreign battery inside of it and such. They also find out like that these two knockoffs work with in conjunction with the American brand laser tag sets that they have. So the next day, it's Saturday, it's a weekend. They all get to uh, the friends all get together and are excited when Justin brings out these laser tag guns for everybody. Uh, the day goes on and the games play out. Jake or <laughs> Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm replacing. I'm replacing Jake mentally with Justin the whole yeah, time. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, Justin notices that uh, the sensor um, from the knockoffs seem really weird. Like they give off like a static charge every time he gets hit by a laser. Um, but they keep playing. It's not too bad of a deal. I mean, it's weird that the that the electric the power lines keep like like getting louder every time he goes near one, <laughs> or like they start like they start like just buzzing. Like when they when he when he goes near one, but that's fine. That's it's perfectly safe, I'm sure. Yeah. So they they keep playing, uh, eventually switching out the guns with like between like, between them. Like some people want to try out the knockoffs because as they find out, the knockoffs are actually superior in terms of like their range to the American ones, and they're more precise. Um, like I think the American ones can do like 50 feet maybe at max, even though they advertise like 200, and the, the knockoffs yeah. can do like 500. <laughs> like mm. they're sniper rifles, basically. And they were. They were wanting to trade off the uh, the knockoff chest units as well, but they wouldn't come off. Yeah, they're there's something like they're, they're like stuck because they're like the metals like rusted because they're like really er- they find out they're really early like models like knockoffs like they the the box said like 1980 something so mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and this is like 1998 so this is like like a decade or more before like since then um, so yeah after a drawn out game 
uh, Jake or <laughs> Justin <laughs> gets taken out by Brian in an ambush, and just as Justin. Wow. <laughs> Just as Justin is about to congratulate Brian on the hit and continue the game, um, despite being, you know, kind of uh, like kind of being annoyed that he lost, um, there's a loud explosive pop uh, and the smell of burning dust in the neighborhood. Um, they they ha- also have like their walkie. They also have walkie talkies at this point because they're like spread out across the neighborhood. Uh, and those walkie talkies let out a sharp burst of static. So concerned. They rush to see where it came from and to see where their friends are, uh, and they they eventually find the uh, find their friends at the border of the the play area, kind of like near a drainage ditch. Uh, Peter is in a fetal position, uh, and Nick is nowhere to be found. So, like Devin and Gilbert are just kind of uh, like over there wondering what the hell's going on. Um, Peter mumbles something about shooting Nick. But is all just otherwise like like that's like that's that's a maybe guess on what he was saying like how how much he was mumbling. Um, the kids search the ditch and only end up finding Nick's shoe. Uh, it's at this point that they all kind of get scared, fearing something with the knockoff laser gun is to blame, and call for help. So police arrive and alongside the families, they search for Nick, uh, even taking the laser tag gear. Uh, for the investigation however nick is never nick never turns up um years pass and when returning home from college peter contacts justin uh peter and his family seem to have never recovered from the loss of 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 losing nick uh peter seems very angry with justin on account of introducing them to the laser guns and such uh and then reveals that he found the laser tag sensor nick had um one of the the knockoff ones and it is horribly warped and scorched like specifically in the central like sensory part it's like completely like warped and there's like a, a hole burrowed through it um and the the battery that's inside on the other side is gone completely uh, and there's this char all over the um the sensor uh he also apparently found instructions um that were hidden behind the packaging in the box that uh Justin got from the thrift store and Peter forces Justin to read it um Again, being very angry at him for not find for not reading the instructions and stuff. And as Justin reads, he realizes that if you shoot the central like sensor for a critical hit, it vaporizes the opponent wearing the sensor. <laughs> um, yeah. This devas- yeah, this devastates Justin uh, as it has clearly done to Peter. And ju- as Justin is leaving the house, like just to get out of there and stuff, Peter suggests going to therapy. Um, and here we are. Uh, the story is being told. Uh, and the journal apparently got uploaded to his to th- to this old forum uh, to be recovered by our by our editor <laughs> here. Um, apparently, just before the forums and the site went down, uh, there was a comment regarding the laser tag gun ga- uh, story by somebody from Poland who uh, commented that um, some more information kind of about the the toy and and but we really don't get a whole lot other than like. Oh yeah, there, I I had a sim. Oh, I found a similar like uh toy like in my 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 neighbor's attic. Uh, who's a collector? Uh, I don't know how many how many uh, of these they were were made or why they were so lethal. But there you go. Like they're out there still too. And then that's basically it. Just that's the end of the story. So that was a bit of a like skim down. Again, it's like I think all in all like almost nineteen pages of a story and a lot of it is is kind of just going into detail about their their guns game and like the laser tag adventures and then the horrible shit that happens (laughs) so 
I think the only thing that you missed that's relatively important is uh, Peter kept like the ashes of his brother in a little yes. vial. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No. Apparently, yeah. Like uh, as as he was like going to grab something else in in his room, Justin like noticed there's like a, a scrap, like some like some uh, some scarring on the on the panel, like somebody had you took a scra- uh, like a scraper to it, and then that's where Peter reveals that he has a jar of like the remains of ash that were like carbon uh, carboned onto the. Uh, the, the back of the sensor and that's all that's left of nick and he's so, like speaking to it yeah he's gone yeah he's gone full-on like cr- uh, like crazy creepo with like it's like here's my brother cremated like he always wanted <laughs> <laughs> not even that he talks to him like he's alive like, yeah here's yeah nick you haven't seen him in a long time yeah say hello <laughs> yeah yeah i kind of i kind of get the, the the same kind of feel from like when you're in fallout 3 there's a uh there's a part where like you get your a part of your brain cut out and you can like recover it, it but it's just in like a formaldehyde jar and you're just like you feel a little bit more like complete now that you have the, your 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 little brain piece left or brought back <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's it's kind of like that kind of thing it's just like the the trauma like it's like they they're they're in denial that like either they're they're in denial that they're dead or like it's it's just like sort of the the trauma thing it's like no he, they're right here i have them we're reunited again <laughs> sort of sadness and tragedy but uh yeah that's that's basically the story so I guess it's time to move on to everyone tolerates the grammar inquisitions at this point. Uh, and I have a lot of them. <laughs> so just gonna, gonna start with this one here. An old online friend of mine and I got to talking a little while ago about, or, and the subject of his old website came up. I, I really don't think you need to have of mind in the, or of mind in there. Like it, f- it seems a little bit redundant, like an old friend and I, an old online friend of, and I, got to talking a little while ago. I think that's that's better because it just seems like a, an old online friend of mine and I just seems like a bit of a redundancy. But he's a friend also, of mine. Up. He's not your friend. Yeah, but it's like an old friend, an old online friend of mine and I. It's like, it just seems, there, there seems to be some, I, I don't know, I'm getting some redundancy like when I'm reading that. Am I crazy? Hang on. By the way, this is like the first <laughs> sentence. sentence. <laughs> I, I do swear yeah, like, I mean, yeah, like yeah, it's, it's yeah. It, like I don't know if it's maybe just like a preference of reading, like or like reading style and stuff. Like it's like I don't think I would. Like, it just seems kind of redundant to me. Well, because otherwise it would just be an old, uh, an old online friend of mine got talking a little no, while no, ago. No, no, no. I'm I'm thinking get rid of of mine. So it's like an old friend and I. Oh, an like old there. online friend and me got talking yeah. or I or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just like yeah, just like uh, again. Nip, maybe it's a nitpick. Maybe it's something like worth uh, looking into and like correcting. But yeah. Um, and then on to the next one. Uh, a few years ago, I would have thought that writing down my feelings and thoughts were pointless, as would be seeing a therapist in the first place. Um, so this might be a nitpick, but it's like, I think it should be uh, a few years ago, I would have thought that writing down my feelings and thoughts were pointless rather than was pointless. Just I, I just think that were sounds better when, for, for that uh, sentence. Is it because it's thoughts, not thought? Well, yeah, cause, yeah, because like, oh, because they're referencing like my thought, my feelings and thoughts was yeah. pointless. Yeah, it just seemed like that's not no. Like, I feel like it needs to be a little bit fixed, like fixed there. But he would have thought if, that if writing he, it down my own feelings and thoughts was pointless. So it's past that's and that's current. true. Yeah, it's really <laughs> um, yeah. Like, I I think it's like I think because like the feelings and thoughts are plural, it should still be were. But I don't know. But he's writing down. His thoughts, which is like a singular 
thing based on like his um his response to the situation you know like if if it had been like uh i would have thought writing down my thoughts was pointless or or feeling like it just seems because like because there's two like words there like feelings <clears> and <throat> thoughts and i feel like it should be <clears throat> like the plural were or if it's just making a journal yeah it would be easier just because it's a singular thing so you can easily lock yeah. down what you should use with it exactly I don't <laughs> know. but uh um i'll move on to the next one here <clears throat> uh, it was a nice enough place not far from the waters ports and harbors in Pensacola, Florida, a city tucked in the northwest of the state, right by the Alabama and Georgia border. So a little bit of run on. And also, again, I, a lot, apparently I'm nitpicking a little bit or like there's just some weird like ways things are written in this, this story. Um, I feel like it's it's weird that it's waters, ports and harbors. Like I was ex- I, I, I would think like maybe like like when I was reading it up to that point, I was expecting it to say like uh, it was not it was a it was a nice enough place not far from the water's edge or perhaps simply just port or harbor, not both of them at the same time. Or ports and harbors get rid of waters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even that. Mm-hmm. Word, yeah. Uh, also, I just realized there also should be a comma um, at the beginning of that story, even though like this is all that it's all commas, like all the way down, like at the beginning of the story. So, no, at the beginning of the sentence. I mean. um, okay. I was going to say, that's a weird way like, to start a story. Comma. Like, but like uh like it was a nice enough place comma not far from the ports and harbors of in in pensacola comma florida comma a city tucked away in the north northwest of the state comma right by the alabama and georgia border period so like yeah i i feel like maybe even like um maybe even put a period after florida yeah i was just thinking that yeah yeah because otherwise it is kind of run on because it just keeps going. Yeah, because if it was a nice enough place, and then go like comma, um, it wasn't far away from the the, uh, the ports and harbors in Pensacola, Florida. Period. The city was tucked yeah. away in northwest of the state. Blah blah blah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, comma right by the Alabama and Georgia borders. That's that's perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. So apparently it's not nitpicking. <laughs> apparently there is actually some problems here. Not this one. Not this one. <laughs> oh, I keep going. Um, as you might imagine, summer was hot and muggy, and the town didn't have too much attractions for kids. So we spent a lot of our time playing video games and or video games, or going outside to look for something to do. Often inventing sports or stupid brutish games. We were a group of six boys when we all got together. <sighs> Bit of a run on because <laughs> there's it's just commas, and then there's like a dash after, like right before, uh, right after stupid brutish kids. <laughs> um, so mm-hmm. yeah, just a bit of a run on. Um, maybe like put a period. Uh, I, I would think maybe after. Uh, so maybe I'd do it like this. Uh, as as you might imagine, summer was hot and muggy, and the two and the town didn't have too much attractions for kids. Period. Um, because of that, we spent uh, all, all our time playing video games and going outside to look for something to do. Comma, often inventing stupid British, uh, stupid sport, or inventing sports for uh, or stupid British games. Period. We were a group of six boys when we were all together. Maybe just to kind of like break it up a little bit. I think it's broken up a little too much. Yeah, but yeah. Maybe we, we get your meaning. Yeah. All right. And moving on to the next one here. Um, and out the six of us, only Gilbert, somewhat ironically, I guess you could call it, joined the military. Though I don't think it was in a position where he had, had to actually use a hold a weapon. Really, I'm just trying to get to the. Uh, it's really just at the beginning of that sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, 
again, a lot of, a lot of just one like sentences that are really long format for the most part with like commas and like dashes to like try and mm. break it up a little. But uh, the big thing here is um, I think it should have an of. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So it's like, and out of the six of us. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to get at <laughs> really with that sentence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have this one. Um, and it's it's a bit of a long, like there's a couple of sentences here, but like it's, I, I'm, I, I, uh, I'm going to read them because like they give context to what I'm trying to get at with the, uh, with the format here. So... <clears throat> Uh, It was made of strong, solid black plastic and a few metal trimmings purely for aesthetics to make it look like a toy. The tip of the barrel where the the laser... Yeah, the tip of the barrel where the laser was fired out was also made of this metal, uh, as was the trigger and the iron sight. It quickly occurred to me how dangerously real this thing looked, a sharp contrast to the orange and gray laser challenge weapons. Okay, so... The reason why I like I brought it is just to give some context as to like so I think it needs to have the word less um, here in the story. So it was it was made of a strong solid plastic uh, black plastic and a few metal trimmings purely for aesthetics to make it look less like a toy. Because when I was reading it, it was like to make it look like a toy, but then it goes into like how it doesn't look like a toy <laughs> compared to the, yeah, the laser challenge it, weapons. But that sentence was talking about like these are all the trimmings that make it look like a toy. Except, except the trimmings aren't making it look like a toy. Like the the trimmings are the metal pieces that are on the um, the trigger, the uh, the nozzle, and the uh, the iron sight. And it only until and, and it's because of those that he he realized just how dangerously real this thing looked like compared to the uh, the orange and gray laser challenge weapons. Yes, but those trimmings are the things that like if those trimmings weren't on it, it would just look like a gun. But there are some trimmings on it that make it look. And those those trimmings, the job of those trimmings is to make it look like a toy, quote unquote. Whether or not it succeeds in that, that's their purpose. Okay, I, I think that maybe it should have like um, this. Maybe maybe where it says like it quickly occurred to me how dangerously real this thing looks. Maybe despite this or despite these trimmings, it quickly occurred yes. to me. Yeah, like then maybe that's the correction, not less. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, because like, I was getting like kind of. I, there's a couple of times in the story where I got like caught up over something. It was like wait. Oh, okay. That's what they're referencing. That's what that's what they're trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my next one here, it looked familiar, like the six bolt batteries uh, used in, uh, <laughs> on one of my dad's emergency flashlights. But it was solid blue, no wording at all, and the bulk was distributed differently. So I think it, it, I think it's trying to just you need to add like a V instead of a B there. So it's a, a, like the six volt batteries. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're like a, apparently like American batteries have like Frankenstein bolts <laughs> on them. <laughs> Like the six bolt batteries, <laughs> or is is six bolt battery from Russia? <laughs> Sorry, um, uh, just a just a minor typo there, really. Uh, and then I mean, next they're one... right next to each other on the keyboard. Are they? Oh yeah, yeah. they are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like. I, I I like. I just take things for granted sometimes. I was like, oh yeah, they are. Yeah, I had to look as well, honestly. <laughs> um. So my next one here. Uh, no one the other end spoke. Uh, but we still heard something. I think you need to have like no one on the other end spoke. Mm-hmm. And then my last grammar acquisition. Uh, they quickly found Peter's gun dropped in the tall grass right by where he had been sitting. Nix was discovered soon after, not far from his shoes. Oh, did they discover both his shoes or one? Both shoes. Both. Okay. I, I, okay. I, for some reason, I only thought there was one shoe. Um. Anyway, but even even with their help. Yeah, so so that yeah, like they found the gun and like uh, and discovered soon after, not far from his shoes. But even with their help, 
I couldn't get my vest off. The damn thing felt like it was permanently strapped to my body. For okay, I was like, wait, what? For like, there, there there's no segue <laughs> there. Yeah, like, like there, I, I understand. Again, I understand where he's like, what the person's saying here. It's like that they're like because they're collecting up all the gear, but it it just so sharply suddenly cuts from like look looking for the guns in the in the tall grass to suddenly like helping helping Justin get his vest off. That's like yeah, it's the way of, it's worded. Yeah. It's like them looking for the guns was helping him get the vest off, mm-hmm. but it's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, or like it, it should almost say like um, when they came back to me to get the vest, uh, even with their help, oh. I couldn't get the vest off or something like that. Something, yeah. something along those lines. Well, uh, this is actually in one of my uh, actual thoughts, but in the paragraph previous. It says, nevertheless, they decided to take the foreign set in for further investigation. Okay, so, so then that, that sentence should be moved up to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's definitely it. Yeah, or like, yeah, yeah, definitely. And then have like when they, and then have them look for the, for the, for Peter's gun and Nick's gun. Mm. Like after like they get the, the, the clippers out to cut the leather straps. Okay. Yeah. Th- I, I feel like that would be like, that's, that's grammar inquisition, right? Cause like there's, wording that's like the, the wording's wrong there or like there's a weird like grammar issue here yeah yeah it's grammar. Yeah. okay yeah i wasn't I honestly quite don't sure know why mikey put it in his notes <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was also i was wow. not sure where to, i was kind of uncertain as to where i was going to put it so i just kind of put it into the grammar position mm-hmm. but uh that is my grammar position because i and, and you'll notice i didn't really touch on the ands or its and buts that are at the front of a lot of these sentences because i wanted to save that for mikey <laughs> well that's not your job you don't get paid for that exactly mm-hmm. wait we get paid <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Zangief. You got paid <laughs> with the Chase Channel. <laughs> uh, I need to watch that movie again. Yeah, me too. Anyway, so Mikey, I hand you the torch. You're up. <sighs> All right. Well, I didn't write down a uh, lot of grammar inquisitions. Apparently, I mixed those into my actual thoughts. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm kidding, buddy. <laughs> um, so, what I have is a conjunction junction. Ooh, all right. <clears throat> And now, a conjunction junction with Mikey. The E stands for evil. I feel like I should almost like, rather than take it away, it's like, doot, doot. Because, <laughs> like, conjunction junction seems, yeah. feels like, reminds me of, like, a train station thing. <laughs> Honestly, conjunction junction is a thing that I saw on TV. Damn it. Back in the day. It was like, conjunction junction, what's your function? And it said other things. <laughs> oh, my God. That works perfectly as, a, as like, a thing. Because it's like, that's my question every time we do this. <laughs> yeah. All aboard the conjunction junction. <laughs> doot, doot. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. up now. <laughs> All right, so yeah, anyways. Oh, I'll oh, show man. you later. Okay, please. Or do you want to see it now? No. Okay, <laughs> we'll watch it after recording. <laughs> fine. All right. It went by Creepy Toys, and it ran from 2007 to 2009, letting users submit stories and pictures of, well, really creepy kid stuff. But not before backing up the thousands of posts to his computer but only one of us was actually there when it happened the only one who really saw it it was only recently that i put things together and accepted the facts of that day it was 15 years ago the late summer of 1998 Yes, it is as long as you run down. Sorry, I, I take it up so you wouldn't, so you wouldn't be uh, distracted, or so I wouldn't distract you. Damn it, I failed. <laughs> yeah, I was sort of really like, oh my god, yeah, this is going to be a very long one. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I just like, oh man. 
<laughs> Continue. Sorry. All right. I'll restart from the last sentence. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> it was 15 years ago, the late summer of 1998. It was a nice enough place, not far from the waters, ports, and harbors in Pensacola, Florida, a city tucked in the northwest of the state, right by the Alabama and Georgia border. It's a miracle he never got sh- yeah. It's a miracle he never got socked by any of us after he finished listening to one of our conversations and then interjected some facts with an intake of mucus followed by a raised index finger and an annoying actually. But again, he was smart and creative and could make up some good jokes on the fly because of it. It was real hot shit back then. The talk of the classes, guys, whenever the topic of video games came up. And those watching for a round would usually go scrounge for soda and snacks. It started as an advanced game of hide and seek. And hiding was as important as sneaking around. But it was dawning on us how ridiculous it was starting to look, especially to the passerby, jogger, or dog walker, the civilian we shared the neighborhood with. So we started trying other guns, but nothing worked quite as well as our simple phantom weapon. And if you forgot to pump it, you'd actually end up with a sad little trickle of water that couldn't reach your target, after which they'd spray you back amid a good laugh or two. It was kind of cool finding sources of water around the blocks for refills, though. It was like we were programmers and beta testers to a virtual reality game, but it still lacked a solid set of armaments. It was a pretty cool place with arcade machines, prizes, and even a go-kart track. But I figured laser tag was worth a try. And it wasn't that costly. It wasn't terrible by any means, but I expected much more. And out the six of us, only Gilbert, somewhat ironically, I guess, could call it, joined the military though I don't think it was in a position where he actually had to hold a weapon. It was just a phase for us, another cool thing that would have run its course eventually. It took some looking in their big old toy section, since I wasn't sure what aisle the guns would be in. But sure enough, they had what I was looking for in stock. And as long as I was outside getting exercise, they were both happy. But on the way home, we saw the local Goodwill store. It was late by then, near closing time from what I remember, and the checkout lines were filled with shoppers, many of them mothers with bored kids, their arms full of worn and faded clothing. It became obvious quickly that our search would be fruitless, but again, I wasn't too disappointed. And the guns didn't need to be overly stylized like the laser challenge ones in any way. They spoke for themselves. 
And the guns were depicted accurately, positioned in the youth's hands at an angle to show as much detail as possible. It was small, but it had some real weight to it, and the build quality was quite good. It was made of strong, solid black plastic and had a few metal trimmings purely for aesthetics to make it look like a toy. It quickly occurred to me how dangerously real this thing looked, a sharp contrast to the orange and gray laser challenge weapon. But they were the only parts of the entire set that hadn't aged well, and the rest of it was high quality, if not slightly creepy in the kind of old, strange, industrial toy way. It looked familiar. Like a, like the six-bolt battery used on one of my dad's emergency flashlights. But it was solid blue, no wording at all, and the bulk was distributed differently. It was fatter, wider than the kind of oversized battery I was used to. It was a language that I wasn't familiar with. Almost, but dad, older and wiser, identified it as Arabic. It was poorly translated, but it was English. It worked, much to my delight. It was a cool feature, but as we always played one-hit kills, I knew I would be keeping it all the way up. It wasn't as if our American sets had the option anyway. Its color was also a bit darker, as if it was wearing out. But both vests were identical in this regard, so I paid it little mind. It looked like it was a done deal once we found the faded peeling price tag. It was $20 for the complete set. It seemed like a really good bargain. But the old lady at the register was clearly tired and ready to go home. And any other time, she probably wouldn't have had known anything about the toy in any case. So we simply kept the American set's rear pack, uh, rear hip packs inside. It was sort of lame only being able to land an official hit on someone's front side, which meant waiting for them to simply turn around to actually kill them if you were stalking behind them but we would deal with it. But his brother Peter agreed with the handicap, and with that, we were off for a day of team death matches around the neighborhood. But the guns that Nick and I had took on the entire enemy team, one, uh, one right after the other, after we took a second to steady our aim. But to the others, the pistols had basically turned into sniper rifle. But after a few more games, he started whining and bitching about it. But we were having too much fun to notice or care what they thought of us. It was really small. However, less than that of a static shock. But the oddest thing of all were the power lines nearby. And thinking back, I suddenly remembered the moment my dad had turned it on for the first time in the store. It was a good idea to separate the team a bit, 
so it wasn't taken down in a single ambush. But I always headed breaking up completely and going on patrol alone. But Peter and his sneaky bastard gang wanted to play things this way, so we had little choice but to separate and cover more ground. It was quiet, and the air was still. It was, after all, just a game, and I was growing impatient and waiting... Yeah, I was growing impatient and wanted them to come out. But it never left my mouth. It sounded electrical, like a transformer had just blown. But then, God, that horrible smell. It's similar to dust burning off in a heater. But whereas the uh, that aroma is almost pleasant in a way, an electrical burn is a threatening smell you never want to experience. The last time I had was when our microwave practically exploded last year, which was unpleasant. But on the fifth try, some feedback suggested that someone on the other end was holding down the transponder button. It took us ten minutes to see Devin, who had spotted us first and was waving us down from the edge of the borderline of the playing field, the farthest possible sidewalk on the last block of the neighborhood. It was also overgrown with weeds and vines and climbed up the nearby cedar trees, which condensed into an ugly little forest typically occupied by drunks and garbage. But it was so quiet, he might as well have had just mouthed it silent. It was morbid, but that's the conclusion my mind had instantly leapt. But we didn't find a trace of him at all until he started until we started heading back to Peter. But even with their help, I couldn't get my vest off. It finally took Devin's father bringing a pair of metal shears from his garage to get the hip box off me, and he had to work to cut through the thick leather straps. But at least I was free. But I kept the nightmares to myself. And here's a foreboding detail. Buried under a trash bag of beer cans that was blocking the television, I could see a Nintendo 64 on the floor. But if Peter wanted to talk, if he had answers, then I had to meet with him. Because she didn't believe him when he shared his account of the event. But I watched as Peter reached deep under his bed, the space looking like an unnavigable garbage dump, and pulled out the black box that I had seen in my dreams many times. But it was what he took out of the box that made me truly sick to my stomach. It was the missing hit sensor box. It had partially melted over the black circle in the middle, and the leather straps were charred. Its compartment was solid black, and there seemed to be dried remnants of battery acid. And there was a descriptive image of one of the boys shooting the other, a demonic smile, and a look of victory on his face as he so happily 
sent the other boy from the box cover into oblivion. But Peter wasn't done. It looked like someone had taken a screwdriver to it in order to violently scrape something off. But I did kind of like the Cold War industrial atomic toy aspect of it. It turns out that it had a final reply that I never saw, made just hours before the form was shut down permanently. It still had the original instruction, and I too have seen this image of the boy shooting the other, blowing him up. It's impossible to say who made it, as there is no company name on the box. So it would also be very difficult to find out how many were made. Finn. And for those of you who are still listening to us <laughs> during our <laughs> second run through rundown, yeah, we much. salute you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. For those that don't know, conjunction junction, what's its function? Its function is because you shouldn't be starting that many sentences with its ands and buts. I think half the story here, <laughs> if not more, uses conjunctions at the beginning yeah. of the Jesus Christ. It's pretty thorough. There was only a couple of things that I didn't pick up while reading that. Yeah. But yeah, otherwise, yeah, that's that, that, that was basically a rundown. Pretty much, yeah. Is that the second week in a row? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Pretty close. Yep. Damn. Damn. All right. Uh, is that is that your uh, your grammar question then? Uh, yep. All right. Uh, also, man, God bless you for like like going through that entire thing and adding like emphasis like in the narrative, even like on sentences. Like I feel like I feel like 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 I could put I could pop this in on. I was like just thinking is like while we were, while I was listening to that, I was like, man, I could just like pop this on while I'm about to go to bed and just like listen like sleep to this. <laughs> it's like so like and that's not bad like not like I'm not like I'm not like like jibing you Larry. It's like it's like man, that's like almost like it's like I could, that's something I could sleep to. It's like lo-fi hip hop or something. <laughs> it's like an audible read of the creepy buzz. Exactly. exactly. It's. Uh, oh wow! All right, so. Uh, Gamer, I think I think. Oh, hey, before we, I think that's the closest we've come to to a narration on the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bet, I'll bet. Uh, all right, yeah. So, so gamer, uh, what do you, what do you got for your grammar? Okay, position? I got a few. Okay, cool. Uh, he could kick our collective asses in most any genre. I was always a casual gamer, preferring to spend my time outside and only rent games from the nearby video library. They're all gone now, but I did have several systems. The one among us subscribed to several gaming magazines, comma, Nick, was typically the kid to introduce us to the latest hot title. So I find the ships in this kind of pollute this yeah. section. Yeah. Because it's this is the sec this is the part of the story where it's like, this kid, this is what he does, this kid, this is what he does. But like him interjecting with his own statement of like, I'm just a casual gamer, it kind of yeah. like pollutes it. Yeah, it, it basically yeah. Like there's and again, the story kind of has a couple of those like instances. Like I think I brought up a few too, where it's just mm-hmm. like yeah, the the uh, the segues between or like the uh, the there's interruptions that kind of just break the flow of of reading and like even like kind of like your thought process of at the time or the continuity, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like because also the way it's laid out, the first sentence I read was the end of a paragraph and then it jumped down, but it's still talking about Nick. Yeah, but when it jumped down, it talks it. It's starting talking about Justin first. So, like, I think it should just be clicked together and be like, he could kick our 
collective asses in most any genre, period. Being the one among us who subscribed to several gaming magazines, Nick was typically the kid who introduced us to the latest title. Because the way it was laid out, the previous subject was I being Justin, and then it's talking about the one among us subscribed. So I yeah, thought Justin was the guy that was on the gaming magazines. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was like... It's, also, it's, it's kind of funny. It's like, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm just a casual gamer. I have a couple of consoles. <laughs> Only mm. a couple. No, I have several. I, yeah, I have several consoles. <laughs> anyway, my friend has... My, my friend's, anyway, these magazines... <laughs> Nick owns. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it, it's kind of it kind of weirdly like uh, fragmented or like arranged. Yeah, 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 but like him interjecting about him being casual gamer doesn't help at all. So yeah, that should just be removed, honestly. Yeah, you don't even need to like move it somewhere. Just yeah, don't it. Or if you really want to keep that in, do that. But when it talks about him having several systems and all that, the next line should be like, Nick was the one among us who's subscribed to the gaming magazines instead of just the one among us. That's true. Although, I, as a counterpoint to it, like I think, yeah, honestly, you should just get rid of it. Sometimes you, can, you, sometimes you should just get rid of a cer- of certain details. Like you don't need to have everything written down or rearranged. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta murder your lovelies. Like the, like things that you, that you like in a story. Like sometimes you gotta get rid of them. So yeah, yeah. Or, or you know, uh, Nick was suspicious, and he was the one among us. Oh God, mm-hmm. he's yeah, he's pretty sus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jinx. Well, we can put Among Us in the thumbnail now. That would get us more views. God damn. <laughs> yeah, no, you're. You, I mean, you you joke, but like, yeah. As soon as I do that, yeah, we're totally gonna get like, like this one's gonna go like quite bump up. Oh, totally. Okay, moving on. Uh, from the day it came out, and we all went to the twins' house to play it. We all had been addicted for the past year to Cold Knife and Nintendo sixty four. Um, mm, Yoda spoken. This is mm-hmm. <laughs> just like it, it's all backwards. I know, yeah, because it's from the day it came out, and we all went to the twins' house to pay it, play it. Like it's there's no subject yet, but it's talking about it. So it should be like mm-hmm. from the day Goldeneye for the N64 came out, we all went to the twins' house to play it, and we all been addicted to it for the past year. Yeah, it's almost like mm-hmm. when they were writing this, they like, oh yeah, we should tell. I should tell them what the, what what why we're why we're over going to the the twins' house, the Goldeneye game. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But backspace is a button. <laughs> you don't need yeah. to keep swiping. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will give it this. It's immersive in a way that, like, this is how somebody writing a journal entry would probably write it. But <laughs> except it's not in journal format. It's supposed to be though. <laughs> Even it's no, not. no, no. Like, no. I don't. I don't mean like journal format, as in like day one kind of thing. Like, like this is actually like this is more like a therapy journal, like where you like where he like sat. Down. This is like all done in one sitting, basically. Like he's jotting down the story into a yeah, journal for therapeutic. Paper. Yeah, but like yeah. So like in that regard, it's how the player, it's how the character writes, <laughs> and it, it, yeah. it does kind of it does seem familiar. But at the same time, I'm like, and it, and it would differentiate like. Uh, like I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm haphazardly defending it because of that immersion level thing. But at the same time, like Yoda speech, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. At the same time, it also kind of like I, to counter my counter. It does come across as like somebody who's just writing this story and then realizing, oh yeah, shoot, I need to add up like what, like, like what, what are the thing of hmm, Goldeneye maybe or maybe Perfect Dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like they're like again they're clear like it, it could come off as like oh it's immersion because like that this person's like writing this uh whatever information they they can recall and stuff like that but on the back behind because this is fake clearly i we take creepypastas as false or as fiction this might just be somebody writing this story and then like not realize like forgetting to like add in like what video game they all got into 
what FPS from the from the sixty four was cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but also to counter your counter with my counter, um, without going uh, without going into further detail, here's the post all cleaned up. That also, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right from Ed Itor. <laughs> yeah, it's been edited. Well, apparently else? not, based on our grammar position. <laughs> <laughs> apparently. Anyways, moving on. However long guns might have fulfilled our needs, we knew it was always going to be fun while it lasted. So I feel like we need to capitalize the name of the game, guns, because quote-unquote long guns could be referring to a rifle or a shotgun. Yeah, no. I, so when I, I write I, that, yeah, I yeah, that I'm like, yeah. And that comes up multiple times with the word guns, too. Yeah, like I was like, wait, they have rifles? Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, they do, technically, because yeah, the they, one that they got. Yeah. American ones, but yeah, it was confusing. And then my only other one is just, I'd like a clearer break between the, the Creepy Toys story poster and Justin. I mean, there is a there is a, a single space, but yeah, I, I, one of those like horizontal lines again, like those divider lines. Yeah. Like the first one isn't too bad, but like the last one, where is that one? I think there's also a space there, but again, divider line. Would oh, happen. I know. It's just that though. Yeah. Like the first uh, break, it says like here without further detail. Here's the post all cleaned up. But the next break to go back, it starts with with there was no telling what was real or what was made up on the creepy toy forums. So like until I read the creepy toy forums, I didn't know that you're still thinking it was Ed you're talking. Like, yeah, you're you're still thinking you're talking or you're still thinking uh, Justin is is writing his journal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's it for my uh, grammar and yelling. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I guess we're going to actual thoughts here. Uh, so right off the get go, like with uh, the, the the regarding the descriptions of the of the gang of kids here, uh, before I read even farther, after like getting all the descriptions, like Brian, the token black kid, uh, Devin, the bull, the the fat nut bully, Gilbert, the nerd. <laughs> well, he's like he's like he's larger, but he's not like the he's not, and he's like like kind of like not aggressive, but like he's 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 more like kind of alpha ish, <laughs> but not quite a bully. Um, and then like. Peter and Nick, the twins. <laughs> like, uh, as I, uh, once we got to that point, like after like through the descriptions and some of that, I, I was I was just like, all right, if this doesn't play out like a little fears or a kids on bikes type story, like I'll I'll be very disappointed because I'm expecting them to run into Pennywise or something at some, at this point. Like the only thing they're missing is the plucky but troubled girl cliche. <laughs> mm. Um. And, and again, like I wasn't too disappointed. Like it, it did kind of play out like a like a like a kids on bikes style story, like with like kids in trouble in a horror game or a horror story. Um, uh, and then we get to this part, the sentence here. Uh, After I threw out the idea of a first person shooter, we quickly came up with the idea of a game simply called Guns. We tried other flavor names from Power Thirst, like Manana or Fizzbitch. They just didn't take <laughs> yeah. Or like Mananas or Fizzbitches. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't resist. Like, as soon as I heard it, like, guns. Like Manana, Fizzbitch, and gun. Accurate. Uh, and then on to the next one here. This sounds kind of lame, I know, but the game's origins had us running and hiding and setting out ambushes along the tree uh, along the three main blocks of the neighborhood. The goal was to sneak up on someone, point your hand out in the shape of a gun, and yell, bang, before the other guy could react. So, like, not lame at all. <laughs> I, I definitely played this sort of thing when I was a kid, with friends, like, at my cottage in the summer. Um, mostly at night, to add, like, the spookier and stealthier elements mm-hmm. to things. 
Um, like I think we had a game called Shoot and or like Hoot and Scoot, where we'd like Hoot and Scoot. Yeah, no, that's what we called it because, and I learned it from from uh, Hoot, from, like P. No, 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 Hoot, Hoot and Scoot. Like so, hoot I learned it from oh, okay. I learned it from Cubs and uh, Wolf Cubs and Scouts. Um, There's Poot and Scoot and like the whole <laughs> whole gold float in the middle of the forest and shit and leave the scene of the crime. on our neighbor's lawns or like, like behind their trees and shit. Yeah, no, yeah. no it, what we do is we go, it, it was basically hide and go seek in the dark, um, but we mm-hmm. had like multiple properties on our uh, around our cottage uh, and it was all like rural and wooded and like isolated. And we'd basically like, when we got to a hiding spot, we'd like keep an eye out to see if we could find the person that was coming to us. And then to add like an extra element of excitement or creepiness, we'd like hoot or like let out a noise to try and like attract him to our na- or to our hiding spot and then we try and like stealthily get away Ooh. and if we could get away before they found us from in our hiding spot then then like it was a point that's pretty cool yeah uh and i mean there's also a couple of we- uh, summers that we do it with like uh <laughs> we we did similar we, we did them like every summer for like a, at least a decade um like into our young teens and like i, I think by the last one we started like actually we might have been a little bit more stupid, and we used uh, Roman candles. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pretty dumb. Yeah, that was pretty dumb. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty funny, but dumb. Like, again, <laughs> stupid youth. Yeah, funny dumb happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I have this as my first note, but it's literally the same thing. So I might as well chime in now. Were you about to go sure. to your next one? Uh, well, the next thing I was going to comment about is the uh, how this how this just reminded me of the, X, the, the band Xbox commercial in the subway station. Yes, that's true. <laughs> It's like bang, bang, like just like the the giant like like everybody in the in the station like puts up finger guns or like finger bazookas or finger rifles or finger grenades, and then like they're all like a standoff, and then like one guy uh, says bang, and then everyone's like gets into this like make believe like gu- uh, gun game. It's like the best thing ever. Yeah, I don't know. I wish they didn't. I understand it. why it was banned because like it. 100% like uh, especially in, in art in 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 the the coming years of terrorism <laughs> and such i guess like paranoia uh, like like that kind of thing would not fly nowadays <laughs> at all it's, it's clearly just a bunch of adults having fun you know like yeah, yeah, not but being destructive but, like, with it or anything i could see kids watching i could see people seeing this and then doing that in real life and getting shot for real by cops <laughs> I guess. Yeah, like I, yeah. I'm not saying. Yeah, like it, it's it. It was it's funny and it's fun to watch, but like, yeah, I can understand why they banned it. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. But yeah. My chime in on this is um. First off, these kids are me. Like I did the oh, exact yeah. same shit in regards to like playing GoldenEye, Mario Kart, Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah. And going out like, to play a gun-related game in real life. G- gamer, we're th- these are '90s kids, so they're us. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm just saying, like they're yeah, accurate. I, yeah, 100%, yeah. For us, the game we played was, uh, we called it Manhunt. Uh, we only did finger guns as, like, a backup, though, because each of us had our own gun, which was a broken branch that we found that day. Or yeah. we we kept one and brought it over with us all the time as, like, our gun. Yeah, yeah, Manhunt was basically, like, uh, yeah, we did Manhunt and, and, sh- and sh- uh, Hoot and Scoot and, like, hide-and-go-seek in the dark kind of stuff. Like, mm. there's basically, like, a mix of, like, that kind of all that kind of stuff. Like, it's it's yeah. it's a thing that kids, like, boys in the 90s and 80s, and I think you, maybe maybe not so much now because of, like, again, we, we had a lot more, like, I guess, like, people didn't worry too much about, like, letting your kids go out and stuff. Yeah. Or, like, and, but, like, the same kind of thing still happens, I think, in certain places. But, like, yeah, that, that kind of thing. Like, it's just something that boys of that age do. Oh, yeah, and cap guns. We use cap guns as oh, yeah. well. For same. Yeah. Like, back in the day, back in my day, like, Nerf guns sucked back to then. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, 100%. They were like, terrible. 
like Nowadays, even the ones that were just, like automated. So awesome! Like I want to get like, into Nerf now as a grown ass man. I mean, our our friend Captain Salanum um, loved like like is always into Nerf guns and stuff like that. Like that's true. Yeah. Um, and like yeah, we uh, like <laughs> when we've been playing like D and D and stuff like that. Like couple for like for the last few years. Like yeah, he'll he'll like just pop out his his uh, his collection. He's been wanting to get into it more and more. So yeah, um, like I think he wants to get like uh, like like straight up like revolver ones and such. <laughs> Or like some better. Yeah, I've been some better him trying to like locate uh, the type of Nerf gun that he wants because yeah. it's not easy to find. And then like again, like I, I've been watching. A lot, we watch a lot of Corridor Digital, and they like on their on their uh, their behind the scenes uh, channel. They usually have like some showcase where they're like they're just playing in their office. I, I, I before the before the dark times anyway. Yeah, <laughs> they, they'd have Nerf wars whenever a certain like employee showed up. <laughs> like he'd come into the office. With like ready to like start fi- sniping people with nerf mm-hmm. guns, um, like it's just a, like a thing they do. So they got really into nerf guns too. So it's like yeah, like nerf's fun nowadays. But like it wasn't back then. Like I remember a friend of mine, uh, like back in the nineties, had a like I think they had a Vulcan, and we were cr- we were we got like floored when it like fired a couple of rounds before getting jammed down a like twenty foot hallway. <laughs> yeah, but Is that like the one that had like the huge uh, like chain ammo thing yeah, around it, and, and it like, would get jammed every like couple, every like three or four darts. Yeah, and everyone else is just like you put the one dart in the end and go pull the thing back and go exactly, and yeah, reload it every time and then. <laughs> but it wasn't really very stealthy because all like the motor would just kick in, it was like yeah, <laughs> like, like yeah, like I remember the in the nineties, like they had like ones that with the fans, like you could get like automated ones where like they like you pop in a clip and stuff of like that. But they were so ungodly loud with the motors, mm-hmm. like you could not keep them on when you're like when you're like if you wanted to sneak up on somebody. I mean, they're still like that nowadays. They do. There is a motor that spins, but I feel like they're a lot quieter now. Probably, and they work like way better. Oh yeah, I, I saw a guy. He made a, uh, a replica smart gun. That's a Nerf gun, full auto. Nice. And it's like hooked up to like a vest unit, and he has that mount that connects the vest to the gun, and it actually functions just like the smart gun. Oh my god, that's that's awesome. I, I was I was floored when I saw the quarter digital guys like make um a claymore mine <laughs> uh, Nerf gun. <laughs> Or, or no, yeah. like a claymore nerf, uh, uh, like a, a claymore nerf, uh, nerf mine. Because mm-hmm. like again, there's also nerf grenades now too. So yeah. Anyway, ba- uh, back to the back to the story. <laughs> Where were oh, yeah, we? That's our nerf tangent out of the way. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think uh, bottom line, that wasn't lame at all, man. Like just kids being kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, anyways, moving on to my my next comment here. <laughs> right, this one. So now. Now would be a good time. Sorry, yeah. Now would be a good time to emphasize that none of us were gun nuts. I don't think any of our parents even owned any. Wait, these boys are from Florida and they don't like guns. Immersion broken. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. sorry, just, just not, not uh, that. That's not as a joke to any of our American friends. But like, come on, you guys got a little bit of a boner for for, for guns over there. <laughs> it's kind of ingrained in your culture. Yeah. As I kind of almost, I, I kind of almost went like southern a little bit there. <laughs> it's kind of great like in your culture there, but... <laughs> yeah. uh, so moving on from from that little that's just like a silly thing that like came up when i was reading it's like wait these guys are from florida and they don't like guns I- i'm sorry no <laughs> uh anyway moving on but on the way home we saw the local goodwill store dad and i uh, traded glances each knowing what the other was thinking Mom got some of her dresses from the store, and Dad would bring home quirky little handmade things whenever he stopped by. But I never 
found much interest. And I didn't like the feel of secondhand stuff. Despite that, I knew it was worth a look. Maybe they even had another set or two on the, for the cheap. Ah, yes. The old cursed hand-me-down item trope. Passed down from a, from a thrift store. Household name, and really, in horror stories. I wonder if the Goodwill is on Needful Things Road. Uh, I, I just just comment because as soon as I as soon as they they, they mention a thrift store, I was like, this is where they're getting the cursed item, isn't it? Yeah, it has <laughs> like to be. it's just so ingrained in horror. Like thrift stores, like like gremlins. You got Needful Things by Stephen King. <laughs> You've got mm. like every every other like Saturday morning cartoon that has uh, that that dealt with like horror stuff or mystery things. Like there's a thrift store that they get a cursed item from. <laughs> I mean, it sort of references that in this story. Oh yeah. Like in regards to the the clerk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's mentioned. Yeah, exactly. Like actually, like throw some some expectation there. It's like, although the clerk, mm-hmm. like, oh, so just pass it through. It's like, yeah, that's what would happen in real yeah. life. <laughs> One thing uh, I didn't then, get is like, did they not check any other toy stores the or the nineties? Yeah, again, 90s rather. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it might be like a whole lot of selection. Like, yeah, Pensacola. Pensacola yeah, uh, Pensacola, Florida, city in Florida. Uh. How many people is currently pop? Uh, it is right on the on the on the water, though. Like, I can understand what they were talking about. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's large enough to have an apart uh, have an apartment, <laughs> an airport. So well, there's a place called called the Graffiti Bridge. It's probably uh, completely clean. <laughs> or or <laughs> actually, hang on, let's do it. no, it's actually like an old like an old uh, like ironwork like uh, like train bridge that's heavily graffitied. Mm-hmm. So it's an attraction <laughs> in 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 Pensacola. But yeah, no, like, again, like, uh, I'm thinking in the 90s, like, there probably wasn't a whole, like, in their nick of the woods, like, the dad, dad's willing to, like, buy his kid, like, $40, in the 90s, $40 a piece laser guns, um, but probably not w- willing to, like, go beyond, like, their na- their neck of the woods, right? So. It sounded like he was, though, like. I mean, but at the same time, like. Described his again, dad as, like, his dad always, like, got him whatever he wanted, and he was willing to buy six sets there. They just only had four. So I feel like I get, they could have just driven over to Walmart and just checked yeah. there too. Did Walmart? I don't think. Well, I don't remember Walmart really example. existing. Yeah, no, but I don't. Like, again, we're thinking about like in the two thousands, in the nineteen, in the nineteen nineties. There, there may not have been a lot of selection there. Like uh, commercialism was a thing in the nineties, one hundred percent. But like some of the big franchises and like the commercialism that we're used to in the two thousands may not have been as big in certain towns, or the, the town hadn't grown that uh, to that point, right? I, mean, I so. remember going to Barry for toys or us and just like wow there's so much of everything oh yeah um like i i lived i lived in a, na- in a neighborhood that had like two malls basically <laughs> like you had mm-hmm. you had the small mall and then you had the mega mall with the indoor park like amusement park <laughs> yeah regardless um, i think there should just be a line being like we uh checked a couple other stores and everyone else is sold out yeah but, uh, sure that that could that could easily fix the your 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 issue there mm-hmm. um but yeah, just yeah. As soon as the the thrift store thing came up, I was like, "Oh, there we go. There's our there's our well used trope in horror." Mm-hmm. Again, it's also a staple of like um, cursed object sort, like hand, cursed hand me down sort of uh, fodder. So um, yeah, isn't that what it was in like Ben Drowned and everything else as well? Ben Drowned. Well, yeah, it's it's either thrift stores or garage sales. <laughs> yeah, because Ben Drowned was a garage same. sale. Yeah, basically just one's corporate. Yeah, well, garage sale donation stuff like that. Yeah, anyway. Mm-hmm. So on to my next one, which is also still about the thrift store thing. But here's the description we get. Uh, As we turned to head out and return home, I noticed a black cardboard box hanging out just 
a little behind an ugly teal shelf with the broken corpses of stuffing spewing teddy bears. I was going to leave it be, figuring it was a moldy toy tomb by now. But then I saw the shape of a gun on the box's side. And to this, I was just like, as I was reading that and like reading the description we're getting of this like thrift store, I was like, damn it, I want to, now I want to run a game of Threadbare, which is a RPG where you play broken toys in a, blo- in a broken world. <laughs> um, yeah. You're basically like, you're, it's, it's like Toy Story or like the, little, the Brave Little Toaster, but like in like a world where like people have disappeared. <laughs> and just, uh, I just cool. run it in a apocalyptic Toy Story. Yeah, and, well, and it also uses the uh, the Monster of the Week uh, base system, like the Powered by the Apocalypse. So you have like playbooks for for different toy types, hmm. uh, or cool. like different archetypes for the characters. But yeah, I I just I, yeah, and just set it in a creepy old like abandoned thrift store. I feel would be mm-hmm. like really cool. Um, and yeah, just for me, this the the description of the descriptions and the scenes uh, of the thrift store paints a really pretty but also creepy picture, like. The corpses of stuffing spewing teddy bears and the toy tomb. <laughs> it was like a moldy toy tomb. It's like 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 dungeoneer, like dungeon crawling through a like a toy. St- that's how I'd run the Threadbare game. It would just be like, you guys are a bunch of toys that are going on like a, a, a dark fantasy quest, but like your your environment is a toy store or like an abandoned thrift store. Wouldn't that be wa- like walking through a massive warehouse that's filled with bodies? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're basically going <laughs> through you. Their toys yeah, too. Exactly. Yeah. You're dungeon crawling through a crypt that is like a yeah. com- that is 90s commercialism. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh fuck! I love it. Like I would love. Uh, yeah. One of these days, I'm going to run a bunch of these games that I keep like getting ideas for in here. Uh, add it to add it to your novel of ideas. <laughs> yeah. I'll add it to my list of games I may or may not ever run. Uh, there's a very loud like sh- scroll opening noise. <laughs> exactly. Scroll opening up so you can write it. Speaking of old, here's my next comment or my next quote for end comment. In the corner, I saw the copyright year of 198 blank. Uh, the last digit had been replaced by raw cardboard where the paint was completely gone. Uh, the, but the age of the product didn't bother me too much. I remember wondering, even back then, that a set of laser guns in the 1980s must have been quite pioneering. And to this, I'm just like, nah. They aren't from the '80s. There, they're they're from one uh, they're from 198 AD. <laughs> we are talking some grade A O parts here, like anachronistic <laughs> medieval laser tag, ye old laser challenge, <laughs> or ye, ye old laser duel. <laughs> so, yeah, I just like, oh man, that'd be really like a crazy thing, like just like 1980, like or like 198 AD, just like. These these they they were made they were fashioned by like medieval like a medieval wizard <laughs> or like a knight for like some court of uh, of of a king somehow survived all this time or they're just like again like it, they're they're just for some reason they're nineteen eighty style laser tag game but they are from like the Middle Ages. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they had copyright back then. <laughs> no, obviously not. Or like or like what if like this like it was like teleported because like we're already dealing with some weird like tech here. Like they was teleported back in time to like 198 AD, and again wow. I have my next game, which is going to be basically like you're all a bunch <laughs> of knights, knights and knights and peasantry in 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 medieval time in 198 uh 198 AD, um and and like some some somebody finds a bo- like a 1980s box with laser tag guns. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so yeah, that that was my thing. It was just like com- like kind of making a goof about the uh, one nine eight uh, for the copyright year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I'll go on to my next one here. 
Uh, I was disappointed again, believing the laser gun, gun toy from a different country wouldn't work with the other sets. And I breathed out an audible sigh. Dad noticed it and quickly cheered me up a little, and quickly cheered me up a little again when he pointed out something on the box. It was poorly translated, but it was English. In one corner of the, uh, in one corner were the humorous but promising words: "Work with many type." I kind of wish. So this character, this kid keeps like, like, like uh, discovering things that he should have seen earlier uh, on this box and such. And I. And I kind of wish that the the box and the laser toys set was kind of like similar to Jumanji, where it want it's supernatural and it wants to be played with. <laughs> so uh, oh. so like so every time the kid like it gets like down or like there's like a, a chance that it, he may not pick it up, the the toy like alters itself like quickly like within like a flash to like add something like an advert that it, that will like pique the kid's interest more. It's very subtle, so it's yeah. like, was that there before? I don't remember exactly. Yeah, because he keeps like Red is like, I don't remember it there before, but like, I, I it was there. It's like, oh mm. man, like, what if this is actually like has some kind of like supernatural element to it rather than like just like a weird like knockoff that's like super lethal? That's <laughs> why of- I went heavy into Goldeneye as the the picture, the original picture. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, um, it, it's trying to be bought. <clears throat> it wants to be. It wants to be found. <laughs> Mm-hmm. wants to be played so it can so it, so when it when it vaporizes a kid it actually is um it's how it feeds it's a cognivore guys <laughs> it like devours the the body and soul of, of children <laughs> that seems legit um and then we get to this part here where like so so then uh, like, i like i kind of take a break after like the thrift store and go right to like the after like the, the the nearing the end of their of their big uh their big games and stuff like that and when like nick goes missing so um, hidden in some of the un- some, hidden in some of the overgrowth uh, on the incline, their red co- uh, their red color was distinguishable in the grass. Uh, were wait, hang on a second. <clears throat> hidden in some of the overgrowth on the incline, their red color now distinguishable in the grass were Nick's shoes. Okay, I feel like it should it, maybe this might be a part of a grammar position, but I feel like were Nick's shoes should be like after the uh, on the incline and then their red color now distinguishable in the grass should be where like after that mm-hmm. that seemed like just kind of again like a broken sort of like fragmented way of like writing that sentence yeah but the the, the sorry yeah i'll be honest when i first read that i thought it said not distinguishable in the grass as in like the grass was red <laughs> yeah I was that's why i was to be I, like i thought the, i thought where's the explanation of everything being covered in in nick's blood right that's where i thought i was going because like here here's the part like that i'm trying to get at with the sentence and like with this like this situation here at this point i was expecting like electrocution to be the end of nick like they find nick's body in the in the grass in the tall grass because because they mentioned the the, the drainage ditch a month or uh, like um, like moments ago in the story and i, and I was like oh shit like the, like he got electrocuted because he went down to his like little mud hole and accidentally like got mm-hmm. hit by water and that's how and then so he just died i was not quite like Initially, I was expecting disintegration. Like as soon as the laser guns got like brought up in the uh, from the thrift store, I was like, "Oh man, he's like th- these things are totally going to vaporize one of these kids." And then, and then I thought like electrocution because the drainage thing. And then the story like duked me out and feigned it and brought in disintegration again. I was like, "Oh, so like I respect that." The story like duked me out on my expectation that it was like bringing up earlier by like adding in the drainage dish thing and like the potential like electrocution element. <laughs> I thought the electrocution was going to be a thing because. Uh... Uh, Jake Justin was like uh, 
he was getting Justin shocked. Justin Jake, when, please. It's Justin yeah, okay, Jake. Fine. Either way, he was getting uh, shocked a little bit every time he got shot. Yeah. So I thought that it was just going to go straight to Lex. Well, yeah, no, that's exactly what I like when when they were actually playing the game. Like, I the disintegration um, part of my, my like my thoughts kind of like vanished because like all right, so they got the electricity, the the, the shocks he's getting, and Nick's the other one with the shock with the shocking vest, and he 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 they they mentioned that he hides into this like ditch where where mm-hmm. runoff water comes. Through. It's like oh man, he's he's gonna get electrocuted, isn't he? And so that's how I thought things were gonna go, and then we get the disintegration again, and I was like oh man, you duped me, gay, you duped me. So yeah, and then. Uh, and then we get to this the, the, this uh, part about like, the disintegration stuff. Uh, the warning was simple, and like the rest of the product, poorly translated. Danger, critical hit zone. These words were under a diagram of the black hit circle, where an arrow pointed to that small center light. And there was a descriptive image of one of the boys shooting the other, a demonic smile and a look of victory on his face, as he so happily sent the other boy from the box cover into oblivion the other boy who was screaming out in raw pain and terror as his vest exploded and his body turned to fine particles of ash why why would you install a disintegration ray target sensor on this toy <laughs> like I- i'm not asking as yeah. like a horror like thing like I-, I get it for a horror story angle but like from a product perspective yeah. like what's the ceo like talking like <laughs> what's the CEO of this toy company is like like so it's like it's like you know what this this toy this product we've been building it's fun it's, i like it like all the tests have been running i think it would be more lethal yeah. <laughs> like yeah. like this is some this yeah. is some next level king in yellow you're welcome gamer um yeah. suicide sort of thinking for a child's plaything. like mm-hmm. there's a story in the king in yellow st- cycles where like it's an alternate or uh, an alternate uh, alternative america um like there's the king of, of America and like there a whole bunch of other stuff is like weird. But one of the big focal points of the story, I think it's the, the, the repair of reputations is the story title. Um, there are su- public suicide booths where people can just go and and commit suicide and like, cl- and the, the machine and stuff will clean them up as well. Like it's just, okay. it's, it's just a thing in this, this, in this weird, like alternate dystopian kind of existence. And it's kind of like that similar kind of trope. It's like like the, these these laser tag games came from that that alternate Earth. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, there's too many kids right now. <laughs> Let's just make it so that occasionally they die. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's it's totally acceptable in our timeline. Hmm. But yeah, it's just like like reading is like why <laughs> why would you yeah. install that? Yeah, like it's it's, mm. great, as a, it's great as a horror story because like, it's like oh god like like you know where it's uh, where it's coming, but like. From again, from like a like a, a mundane product line sort of situation, it's like, why would you do this? <laughs> yeah, uh, I have a note on it too. Like, no company would put this in the manual. Like, that would be just be like a defect type thing that yeah. people found out and why they it got taken off shelves yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, it's feature. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, it does, it does bring to mind. Um, there's actually a toy you can get from Dollar Trees. Uh, and like other, I think I think that kind that chain of dollar stores, that's like a uh, like a, a like a, a fairy wand, like a princess fairy wand thing, where like it has a little like mirror that you can look into and stuff of like that. But it's called like evil fairy wand of doom. And when you hit the button, it lights up the mirror and shows a horrible like image of a child like cutting themselves with like a really warped like face, like demon face. And it's like a knockoff from like South America or like. A, like like somewhere else 
Um, and yeah, no, like it, it popped, it, it grew, it, like it popped up online because people were buying these, these toys for their kids, like in at Dollar Tree stores and then like returning them because their kids like were tr- got like freaked out and, and, and spooked by these horrible images that were on the, be, just behind the, 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 the mirror aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like it's and like it's. Uh, I I, I kind of now want to like see if, if any of the Dollar Trees around us have it because just like have it as like a item because <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. it's it's definitely a creepypasta style Im- like item that is real. <laughs> but it, it does remind me of this kind of thing. It's like it's the kind of it, it's a less lethal version of this, basically. Mm-hmm. Like it's the same kind of thinking. Is like why would you do that? Like why would you why would you make this like weirdly twisted and like morbid toy for a kid <laughs> hmm. the way um, i kind of saw it is like they're not necessarily a toy it's like i, it's, I don't know, you know what it is i i think i know I, I think i got it it it's a like almost like a uh an execution like an execution device like like but like for Basically. a sadomasochist <laughs> like yeah, like it's, it's like, like instead of some like it's like in freaking predator when um the bad guy like the newer wait no for not predator rambo um where the the bad guys like put a bunch of landmines in the the rice fields and got the prisoners to walk over them to kill them off. Instead of doing that, give them all this and have them play laser tag to the yeah, last and th- like man standing, and that person gets to live. Yeah, it's some very runner man sort of thing. Like very like it's like oh we need to we need to lower the population or like oh we have some we have some pris- prisoners that we need uh, that I'd love to see. Like we're gonna kill them uh, anyway, but let's have some fun with. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> let's let's over. Runner man, I meant running man, yeah. Okay, cool. I meant running man. That's a figure. Not, not, yeah. I didn't know if that was like yeah. a knockoff. <laughs> it might be. There might yeah. be a knockoff of running man called Runner Man. <laughs> Again, I'll add it to my Shadowrun game. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that was my big thing about it. It's like, why? <laughs> well, uh, to be honest, it's because it's a very specific condition in order to trigger the critical hit. I mean, because you're you have, right. You have to shoot the other boy with a demonic smile. Yeah, but I don't think Peter was had a demonic smile on. Maybe he did. I don't think the smile has anything to do with Mike. Yeah, I don't think it has anything it to do with It does. And there was a descriptive image of one of the boys shooting the other. A demonic smile. Oh, my God. So, so to add on to my Jumanji <laughs> thing from earlier, like this being supernatural, we, we blend in Jumanji with uh, Truth or Dare. The, uh, the 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 movie the, the the horror movie that came out uh, a couple of years back where like this this weird spirit of the curse of of the truth or dare game that the kids play that the characters play when they go to like on to their on their vacation in Mexico like whenever they whenever they deny the premise of the of the of the rich of the game like to do truth or dare this like weird like presence takes over them and they it, it shows it, it's shown uh, as them being possessed by them getting like photoshop face changed like so like they they suddenly have like bigger eyes and their faces like their 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 mouths suddenly like has like a really weird like creepy like smile but it's totally like you could totally pull off that same effect in photoshop mm-hmm. um but yeah it's just like yeah basically it's just like an evil smiling demon force just like takes over the character and like just as they're about to like fire and like do the target and fire the shot and it's just the uh it's the toy like wanting to be uh wanting to feed proper like also, maybe Mickey. like no go ahead I was just saying, like maybe it is some kind of cognivore thing, uh, or like a where like it's um it's trying to like make itself like uh played, or it's trying to trying to get the kids to play it with it, and then while it's, when it's playing, it has to like build up a charge of like psychic energy to like kind of like season its 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 victim, and then when it when the when the right uh, amount of like psychic energy has been drawn out from the kids like playing the the gun game, um it then takes over one of the kids so they can shoot the uh, the target 
uh, and and vapor and vaporize them, and then basically feed the child to the to the game's um, presence. Mm-hmm. Sorry. However, that to... wasn't said. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, it wasn't said. That's just my 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 idea for like making this super more supernatural than than mm-hmm. it is. But yes, you were going to say something to Mikey. Oh yeah, uh, when you described um what they what the manual said, did it say um it described a, a kid shooting a smile? Uh, yes. Oh really? Well, so it, it, hang on, well, I here. Hold on. I, I got it and, right here. Um, yeah. yeah. No, you do it. Yeah. Uh, and there was a descriptive image of one of the boys shooting the other a demonic smile. <laughs> yeah, it is a comma there, but yeah, shooting the other a demonic <laughs> smile and a look of victory on his face. Yeah, so yeah, it, like the, the demonic smile is not even on his face. It could easily be just be like the, the look of victory on his face as he shoots him a demonic smile. <laughs> it's like a Joker weapon. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh my god. Wow. All right, so can I continue with my actual thoughts? Yes. No. All right. <laughs> uh, Peter showed me a small... Co- yeah, so this is, like, after we get to that point, like, that, that creepy, like, revelation of, like, the, the 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 instructions and stuff like that, we then get, like, the other fucked up thing about Peter. Uh, Peter showed me a small corked plastic vial that he had taken off of his shelf. Inside was a solid black gathering of what appeared to be soot. Uh, he gave me a sickening smile and told me, it's been a long time since you've seen Nick, hasn't it? Say hi to Nick. And at that point, I was just like, oh, like we brought it up earlier. It's just super fucked up <laughs> that he, he kept his brother's ashes and like is acting like like he's there. <laughs> but I get mm-hmm. it, like from a trauma point of view, but it's still fucked up. Um, and then uh, my next one here. Uh, if you decide to hunt down another set of some sick dark fantasy and you're stupid enough to buy it after reading this journal that some asshole stole and posted online <laughs> this is what i'm thinking uh try not to play with anyone who shot who shot is worth a damn okay that 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 little bit there like the it's like asshole like or uh, read this journal that some asshole stole and posted online Doctor Strauss, <laughs> this this was this this kind of like uh, kind of took me out of the story a little bit because it like felt a little too ham fisted with the whole like journal jockey element of uh, at the end or like format at the end again like we're like I'm writing this journal down. I hope no one posts this online so some creepypasta readers can read it. <laughs> like I was kind of getting that vibe almost immediately from this sentence. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. And then my last my last actual thought here uh, is is the uh, is this quote. Um, there was no telling what was real or what was made up on Creepy Toys forums. I think that when I first read this post, I dismissed it as another made up story. But I did kind of like the Cold War industrial atomic toy aspect. And honestly, that quote basically sums up my my core thoughts on this story. It it kind of feels a little too on the nose sometimes with the creepypasta masquerading as journal entries sort of deal. But the core idea of kids playing with a military-grade weapon uh, that is that is hidden as a toy is really neat and horrifying to me, and and like good fodder, a good a good seed idea. So that yeah, that 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 last like quote in the story basically just summed up my 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 main thoughts on it. So that that's why I le- I left. But I got I got some more of my final thoughts. But I will I will relinquish the actual thoughts and push the spotlight in the direction of Mikey D. All right, let's start here with this one. 
So, it went by Creepy Toys, and it ran from 2007 to 09, letting users submit stories and pictures of, well, creepy kid stuff. And then another quote. It was 15 years ago, the late summer of 1998. Okay. So, that means that the post was posted in 2013. What? Oh my God. Wait, I, I think... Huh. Um... Yeah, I, I think I, I think I know what the pro- is is the uh, is that last sentence that last quote from Justin or from Ed? Um, from Justin. So it's in the it's in the it's in the the therapy thing, right? No, it's at the beginning. Hang on, let me let me pull up the story. Um, the no, like the original story was on the Creepy Toys website between 2007 and 2009. So that's what that uh-huh. was. Yep, and then the only other words is like stuff that's in the past before that. I don't know where you're getting this. Okay, here I I get what it says. Like, yeah, like at the beginning of the story, like we get that that first paragraph by editor um, uh, about the about the about the creepy toys website, which is 2007 to 2009, Uh, and then and then the the post cleaned up, and then the fourth paragraph of the post says it was 15 years ago. Yeah. Okay. So Late yeah, summer of nineteen ninety eight. I just grad. Yeah, just graduated. So that's Justin, and it's weird because like after that, it cuts to um. I, I, it, and then after that, like like far like right at the back, at the very end of the story, um, when he's returning from college, um, apparently the death was eight years ago. So I'm, I do I'm, get what you're saying now, yeah. Mikey, because you're yeah. saying when I read it was 15 years ago, the late summer of nineteen ninety eight. I just went, oh, okay, it's ninety eight. I'll just forget that. That's yeah. the time. But yeah. if you go 1998 yeah. plus 15, it's 13, even though yep. the, the website, website didn't exist. went down <laughs> on 2009. Yeah. Yep. We got a major plot hole here. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, man, that's annoying that I missed that because I have a whole post talking about like all the year jumping and I did not ca- catch that at all. Were, were you yeah. like highlighting it like in a, in, a light, in a good thing or a bad thing? Bad thing. Okay, yeah, because yeah, it is because yeah, that throws that throws the timeline completely out of whack. If when when you when you actually notice that, it's like shit. I didn't even think I didn't even think about it. I just I just read it as 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 like on the surface. Yeah, me Fuck. too. Yeah, because he even says like later, like it's like it's been eight years since uh since Nick and uh when he came home uh from uh from uh from college. So that means that like he's just now in his therapy like. After so eight years plus uh, so what's eight years? Two thousand six. Two thousand six. From ninety eight. If that's eight years later from the event. Yeah, yeah from ninety eight. Yeah. So then, like another a couple of years later, he's not, just now going to therapy and and writing about this this traumatic event, <laughs> even though he was he he was suge- uh, it was suggested to him by Peter to go to therapy. <laughs> like either way, the timeline yeah. there is fine because the website yeah, it's, was it's, between it's, seven and nine. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. that serviceable. Well, yeah, but yeah, the other otherwise, like yeah, it's completely wrong <laughs> timeline wise. Whoops. <laughs> yep. Wow. So if that's the right, uh, yeah. Okay. So just the other, the fifteen should just be eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really should be mm-hmm. like eight or nine, even like just because to give it like so that he's um he at least maybe has like a like a like a couple of months or so like before he eventually goes to therapy. Like after well, the events the of year mention, like him going to therapy eight years later. Like no, because like he went he he went to therapy after going to see Peter and and oh, finding and the revelation and all that horrible shit. Yeah, he went back to town eight years yeah. after the events. Yes, you're yeah. right. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's what I, that's what I meant. Like, there's three timelines that are mentioned, like 15 years ago, um, 1998, and then eight years later, <laughs> which yeah. is just like what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's, so we got a problem. It's probably here. posted around 2007, 2008, depending on how long it takes him to actually write this down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Doctor Strauss apparently, you know, posted online. <laughs> what a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. You've completely shattered the story for me. I've, I've, yeah. <laughs> Job done. No need to do the rest. Yep. Uh. <laughs> so uh, to, uh, I think I think all around uh, we hate it. Uh, wouldn't recommend. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the the next thing that I have um, is my annoyance of not giving us foreshadowing. Like he goes to the Goodwill store finds the gun and then later yeah he, he's like oh yeah i forgot to mention that the fluorescent light in the store flickered when my dad plugged in the battery like yeah this is definitely a case of like he's writing it on the fly and then adding some afterthought um details and not putting them like like writing them as he's writing like as he's still writing and then and but not putting them like like not putting them late like earlier so that we get some foreshadowing the yeah. way I see that light bulb situation go is because in the moment you wouldn't think anything of it because it's just okay the light's messing up it's not because I do anything they just occasionally do that you know you're in a thrift store I, I get that too like that's that's a good like again that's I, you could you could counter with that that's the immersion level thing um, but I'm I'm just saying there's also a counter it's like yeah this is all like this kind of feels like a first draft sort of thing like where he's just like writing like writing it in the now and then like the the person who's writing the creepy pasta. Um, and then, well, the oh yeah, shoot, there's a detail we need to I need to add. Like, oh yeah, the thing. It's like it just to me, it kind of feels like like it it's uh, it's something that was like an offhand, like like kind of an afterthought. Well, it is an afterthought, but it is actually an afterthought in the lore of the story because yeah, and you could take it the back. kid yeah. the kid saw like the events happen as they unfolded, and that's what he's trying to do. He's hanging out the story that happened to him as he saw it to the therapist at the time. He wouldn't have known that plugging it in would have messed up with the lights. He knows that after the fact. True. That's why he mentions it after the fact. He could have put it in quotes in that, uh, like after the fact. I knew that this was due to the uh, uh, the units being what they are, but that would spoil things. Yeah, like he could. You could also maybe it's like remember that thing I said earlier about the trinium, (laughs) the tritium. It's like. so like and then it's like as an afterthought like like just thinking about it now the lights did fluctuate in the in the th- in the in the uh, uh, in the the thrift store as I was as we turned on the uh, the sensor sort of thing just to kind of like again connect maybe both those things mm-hmm. I, again I, I kind of see both your sides there <laughs> like mm-hmm. it kind of seem it, it kind of feels lazy but it could also just be an immersion thing of like the guys just like thinking about it now like after like hindsight's twenty twenty sort of deal mm-hmm. so. I want we we can all go to prom. <laughs> Why am I the centrist today? I <laughs> don't know. All right. Uh, so my next actual thought is: Why did Peter have the box with the manual? Because Justin's dad is the one who bought everything. Justin is one of the ones who had the specialty old set so it makes more sense for justin to have the box even so, though it had both originally combined in it well here here's the other thing it's like the cops took all the laser stuff so 
So Justin brought all the all the sets to mm-hmm. the twins' place, I believe. Peter and Nick. So okay. maybe they had the they had the boxes left over like at their place. However, I'm surprised the cops didn't bring didn't take the boxes with like with the uh with the sets like they just collected what laser sets and stuff like like having the set the sensor bar like the the, the burned out sensor from nick mm-hmm. um like he could have like had that like tucked away like on his person and then like hit it somewhere so that they wouldn't find it um in his like panic or in his mm-hmm. fear of like killing his um but yeah the i'm surprised that like he like i'm surprised that pops didn't take away the um the the boxes as well because like those are it, it's sort of like maybe they forgot about it because it was in that they, they were left and then but then we wouldn't have gotten the instructions because they'd be under they'd be in evidence oh i mean he could have at, at a police station for like, grabbed, for like like when he back yeah. went back to his his house looked for instructions oh that's true yeah and taken it yeah he could have grabbed it like uh like in all the, the hullabaloo that was going on he could have like maybe like looked in the into the boxes and had that like all these years yeah um the cops yeah i could see that yeah, so uh, honestly, they that the, the original box as as like weird and like kind of like oh god, he has the box. It, it kind of also has to go. With, Why do you have the box? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like it could it would have been better if just like a shoe box he had, and they pulled out like the the instructions he found and the uh, the burned out sensor. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. almost like it's, it's like almost having the 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 box and the stuff and the the stuffing and stuff of that almost kind of like it it begs too many questions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. All right. I like how you're just like you're all your actual are just throwing down like plot hole like plot hole. All right. Yeah, like some um, of your your thoughts are like buffs and heals to the story, and Mike is just throwing out damage constantly. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. He's our DPS. To be fair, that is our show. Like that. That's why we 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 all have different opinions, and we all see different things in stories. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, and then my next note. Also potentially grammar related. Um, Damn it, Mikey! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so basically, uh, there's a section where they're talking about laser laser tag arena, and then we get a paragraph dedicated to paintball, and then we're back to the laser tag. Um, so the reason I put this here is because I sort of tripped over it a bit. Um, because I was reading it and I guess skimming part of it. So I was thinking laser tag. And then when I got to the sentence of, I also feared the pain that would come from being hit. Uh, I was, I still had laser tag in my mind for some reason. So I had to go, wait a second, <laughs> backtrack. Like, oh, wait, he's talking about paintball. That makes more sense. Okay. Yeah, fair. Sounds like the problem is you skimmed part of it instead of reading it. Yeah, that seems really like the big issue there. That seems like a you problem, not yeah. a story problem there, Mikey. <laughs> I'm well, not saying it's you. It's you. <laughs> no. Well, basically, to fix it, I would have put the paintball separate from the laser tag rather than encapsulating it in laser tag. So. Yeah, like have an entire paragraph dedicated to him talking about paintball. Yeah, like they, they yeah. could have like had at the beginning before like the laser tag stuff. Like they they show like their other alternatives, like all of the other alternatives before it's like. And then we went to, on my birthday. We went to this play, the the fun center where they had laser tag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, rather yeah, rather than have it like in in the middle of the laser tag uh, uh, discovery. Mm-hmm. Yes, but it's still on you. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, and no. He does have a point though. Yeah, no, I I, I do agree. Mm-hmm. 
we are getting way too like amicable and like like <laughs> less confrontational to one another in these. Well, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. I'm just, I'm just like commenting. It's like we used to be very like like contrary to one another once upon, or very adversarial towards our contrariness sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, mainly you and me, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my my final actual thought here um, is that the whole sort of eight years after Nick's death that uh, Justin is going to see Peter seems a bit too long in my mind. Like, it would make more sense if it happened uh, closer to the funeral. I mean, no. Um, like... I can I can understand like like not like cause he hasn't even he hasn't even been in his town like for for that long afterwards so like like he basically like went on, the the funeral thing happened like there's a couple more years he went to he went on to college and came back on uh, March break and uh his and then this this friend of his like is trying to get a hold of him like I I can I can understand the distance like the uh, the um the uh, the the time frame because like I know like I, like I have similar kind of things where like uh, not not like oh yeah I, I killed a man. <laughs> that one friend group like we kind of just like went our separate ways after that no after after julian died no yeah, sure. yeah we didn't go our separate ways we stayed friends after having to bury that body i mean yeah. what yeah. <laughs> cut recording cut record yeah um no uh yeah i mean it seems like it seems like enough like it seems it seems like an adequate amount of time honestly to me but here's i mean the point that i think mikey's trying to get at they're currently uh, they basically just graduated, um, like grade eight or so, right? Yeah, sounds of it. So they went through the entirety of high school without bringing this up. I mean, again, I can bring, I can see that. Like, maybe they didn't even like. Uh, I can imagine them even probably like. Does it doesn't it say that they kind of like went their separate ways after that, like after these events, or did they stay friends? That's the other thing like, I think we're maybe missing. Out of all the all the details and content we get in the story, we might be missing that like they they separated their like their group like fractured after this event because of of the trauma of losing nick um because that would explain like him like the the again it is kind of a trope like like something bad happens uh, to your circle of friends that forever taints your like kind of friendships and then like years later as adults you meet up again like with a for like a, a bittersweet reunion sort of thing again it's something from like stephen king's it and and other like such um uh, other such coming of age horror story uh, coming of age and uh, horror stories um where like something traumatic happens and like the kids like fracture their friendship and then they come back as like when they're when they're older um and have to deal with like a like or get some kind of like uh conclusion as a result of the event and but, i skimmed over the the section about like college and all that it doesn't talk about anything in regards to whether or not they talked after that or like yeah. how high school went after that <laughs> They just mm-hmm. we just skip eight years. Yeah, <laughs> not important. And again, like I mean, I can understand the story is pretty goes into pretty like a lot of depth on like this whole event. Like we got nineteen pages basically, mm-hmm. or like maybe eighteen to seventeen pages if you exclude like some of the other like some like editors stuff. But like of of this event, and then yeah, but this is part. This one thing is kind of like uh, just brushed over, like not even like given any kind of detail at all. Like I feel like well, that is, a, is where the maximum amount of drama is. Yeah, exactly. Like, there should be some, even like, even if it doesn't have to be like a lot of like a huge, it doesn't have to be page upon page of like how this affected them. You could just give kind of like a, a, a like a, a brief rundown of like how this affected everybody and how this like ruined their friendships. 
Um, because again, that kind of stuff happens. Like something like this traumatic, uh, this traumatic happens, and it will break a friendship circle for sure. Um, but because it's not mentioned, it almost to me it almost felt like they went back to life as normal. Yeah, and, and then but that's like, after college, college is the reason that they separated because they're all like, different colleges and shit. Yeah, exactly. But so that's not the case. <laughs> or is it? I don't know. I mean, I mean, yeah, I think I think we're just missing detail, some details that the story needs um, mm-hmm. to kind of like be more complete. Mm-hmm. So, um, that one's actually a really good bring up, <laughs> like, and doesn't quite it doesn't ruin the story like as much as the other two <laughs> plot holes things does. It's just something that needs to be corrected or like added onto to fix. And yes, I have one more actual thought that I just thought of. Okay. Um, the shoes. <laughs> yes. So somehow the shoes survived. Why weren't their feet in those shoes? Because I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that is a that is a staple uh, uh, of that trope of being vaporized. It's like because so, clearly the shoes had to had to survive so that we know that somebody got vaporized. <laughs> but so yeah, I, I was expecting them like them like pick up the shoe like that. That should have been like the fucking like the horror like revelation was them picking up the mm-hmm. shoe and and finding Nick's uh, like feet still in there, just like burned down to like the ankles. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or they like. They ch- they check the gun and like they they peel off like a sticker on it underneath it that says Acme Corporation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> also, the reason and I was I was also thinking like the reason why those shoes survived is because they're fucking uh, Air Jordans and they're a miracle upon upon humanity. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's it. <laughs> yeah. To to reference that like I think it was a '90s movie, the Like Mike, uh, the one where like the kid is all about like those Air Jordans or like about like those sneakers, those special sneakers. Yeah, that sounds right. I think he got from like a basketball game. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with Magic Mike, which is a completely different movie. <laughs> yes. It's about male strippers. <laughs> cool. Good to know. Anyway, yeah. uh, that was the end of my actual thoughts. So uh, right. on to Gamer in Yellow. Cool. Let's see what I got left. Um, this quote here, without going into further detail, here's the post all cleaned up. My response to that was, oh, geez, you're just asking for the Grammar Inquisition to come down. And <laughs> oh, you did. Yeah. You did. We Both brought an hour's worth, uh, an hour and a half worth of of, of wrath upon me. <laughs> yeah, we were a wrathful Inquisition. <laughs> a little bit. And then uh, the start of the actual story happens, and I'm noticing that it's talking about it being a journal, but it's not journal format. Uh, maybe it's not saying this is the journal, but Nair has been writing in a journal previously, and it'll tie into the plot. But this well, account together is separate from that. Like that's what I was thinking did. at the time. Yeah, yeah, because we did we did um, uh, come to the conclusion that it's a not a not a it's a different type of journal. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a daily journal. It's here's a piece of paper. Write down what happened. Yeah, it's a therapist journal. Yeah, it should be a different word for that. It right. probably is. Maybe, or it could just mean that. I mean, words can mean different things. <laughs> yeah, but they shouldn't. We have enough I mean, sounds we can opinion. make with our mouths. <laughs> like, why isn't that a florgan or something? We can say other yeah. things. <laughs> why isn't that a thought? Uh, uh, like a. Thoughtful. There you go. <clears throat> or a ther a ther theramal. Theramal. A therapal. Or a ther no a theory <laughs> like a, a therapy diary. Oh yeah, there you go. Nailed it. I'm sure it if somebody in the comments can leave us like the answer if there is actually a, like a, an official like other word than just a therapy journal. Yeah, we but... we don't care enough to try googling it. <laughs> <laughs> We're a little tired. <laughs> it's been a long run for this story. <laughs> Anyway, next quote. Yeah. The last this is, you kind of brushed on this, but we didn't talk about it at length. The last thing I'd want is to have the story somehow go public or get bigger or something, 
and then some reporter goes out tracking us down, opening up old wounds uh, that some of us might have healed by now. And my response to that is, but you wrote this up and put it on this creepy toys website. That's pretty damn public. Also, well, he may not have he may not have posted it. Somebody else, maybe it was Doctor Strauss. Maybe it was somebody else who somehow got a hold of the therapy journal. Or what? What yeah, I do find funny is like it's like I hope nobody does this thing that I'm like foreshadowed, kind of like foreshadowed. Yeah. Like I hope it doesn't get big or anything. So anyway, here's my here's our real names. Here's our real town. Here's everything about us that like with some kind of with some legwork you could probably find us uh, if you looked on the web. If you look, if you looked into like the 1998 uh, like any news reports of the local town, um, you could probably find Nick, like the the missing person of Nick. Or the search for Nick and stuff. Yeah. So you could basically hunt us all down and like ruin our lives. But here's all the real information because like it, you know no, at no point does he say that the names have been chained. You know, you know who should have done that? Ed. Yeah, Ed really kind of dropped the ball. Especially yeah, he, he, he saved his own ass because like in again in the about uh, about page of of um, uh, Cold Relics, he says, "Hi, I'm Tyler, not my real name." <laughs> Just like yeah, it's like wow, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Yeah, the long and short of this whole segment, though, is either the immersion tie into the website has to go, or the fear of it of this being public has to go to like fix the immersion of all this. Yeah, because like if it wasn't well, talked it was, about, it, yeah. if it was just a separate thing, like the story itself, without Ed doing things at the start and at the end and the extra thing, like it it functions on its own. Yeah, honestly, I think it might even be fine if you just removed the that like commentary. It's like I hope nobody finds this. Like, just yeah, that's that like all. Yeah, either yeah. remove that or remove the tie-ins to the other website and stuff. Yeah, but unfortunately, that is kind of part of this whole shtick. Is like the, it has this wraparound narrative of the Cold Relics website. So, um, and the and oh. the creepy toy. Oh, sorry, the creepy toy. Uh, uh, yeah, the toy website wraparound. Mm, but that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter. We're repeating ourselves. Yeah. Anyways, moving yeah. on. Uh, we played other things, of course, mostly Mortal Kombat, Mario Kart. But the epic James Bond shooter was the crown jewel. My response to that is, oh, if you kids only knew what was coming at the turn of the century. Perfect Dark. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's not, I, I didn't realize that Perfect Dark had come out like like long after Goldeneye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of just mashed. I, honestly, I just mashed the like because uh, the '64 like '90s games together <laughs> into one year. <laughs> into you know into one. Yeah, I just combined that decade of, of gaming into like into like an anal- like a, a an amorphous timeline. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, well, most of the time out, was huge and rare. Yeah. Is like, okay, let's take this, and just make it way better, and also cyberpunk. Cool. Yep. You know, gamer, you could always run Perfect Dark and Shadowrun. I know. And who do you think <laughs> my next character is going to be? <laughs> no, I mean, you could run a game. <laughs> oh, oh, Perfect Dark and Shadowrun. Yeah, true. Yeah. That could be how you GM. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've also said like, hey, you know, you could run Warframe in Eclipse phase, and then I'm like, yeah, and then we don't. <laughs> that is a really crunchy system. <laughs> Again, we need to learn the system. Dude, we know Shadowrun. Is it yeah. really that bad comparatively? Um, it is a different dice system. It's a different. It, it uses. It's more of like the percentile blackjack sort of rules. Like, oh, really? It uses it uses percentiles um, for for a lot of its stuff, and um, it follows blackjack rules where like. You have to you you want to get to a certain like you want to get a certain number close to like a target rather than like under just simply under and over. Oh, weird. Yeah. So if you go over that target, you fail. Uh, I th- yeah. Well, yeah. That's that's how like call, like base Call of Cthulhu system works. It's the uh, the the it's called the basic role playing system, the BR uh, the BRPG. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, it's basically a percent like you roll a d hundred and a d ten and uh, as your percentile dice. 
and you you're trying to roll under a, under a target number or um uh, from one to a hundred. And uh, I believe if you get like even like uh, uh if you get like six six like sixty six or like forty four or like even even doubles, it's a it's a critical success. And if you get um uh uneven or if you get a if you get uneven doubles, it's a critical failure. Oh geez, yeah, that's like so risky. I mean, it's that's also how red markets kind of tackles it. Like, like red markets, um, it's it's just smaller scale basically. Because if you get um, uh, if you get red, if you get a natural um, uh, like six six, that's a critical success for you. But if you get a natural like five five, that's a critical failure for you. Hmm. Yeah, it's just it's it's a different type of like uh like um I guess system like dice dice uh result system. Hmm. But anyway, that's not laser tag. So let's move on. No, that is not. <laughs> Actual, check out our of... check out our actual uh, our actual play RPG podcast. What let's die. <laughs> plug, 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 what plug, a natural plug. plug. Yeah. So anyway, continue. Sorry. <laughs> the back of Brian's Brian's dad's pickup truck was particularly good place to hide. Many lives were claimed in his driveway. I really like the way that that's said. It yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it, it kind of up there with for me with whom or the uh, the the corpses of 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 stuffing spewing like it's like uh, when you look into the the mind of a, of a child like what like look at these games they like they think of it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Moving on. Uh, these the toys were called laser challenge. As soon as I read that, nothing back to me because I had a laser. Oh my god! Set of pistols as a kid. I probably still have them in oh my, my house. Here's a god. picture of them. That's not in my house. God. Have, which came with two pistols each. That is hilarious. Crazy. There's no back units on these, though, which is weird. Maybe they were a different a different one? Maybe that was version 3 or V1? Well, yeah, the V1 has it. <laughs> that, that's awesome. Yeah, and for the audience at home, since they can't see it, uh, Gamer has just linked us his, <laughs> yes. uh, an image of the laser challenge thing. And yeah, like, I fucking play that Pick game. Pick up laser game. challenge V2. It'll probably yeah. show up. Let's show up for V2. Probably. Laser Challenge V8. It's just a bottle of, of, of tomatoes. Of tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, V2 I have the pistol ones. Nice. I always wanted to get like the huge like rifle and everything, but I just I didn't play it enough. <laughs> so then That's I didn't. Fair. Yeah. 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 How much did you play it? Um, a little bit. Not much, as I said. Yeah. I think a lot of cool. yeah. Yeah, I think that's just a thing that kids do. Like, it's like, oh yeah, cool toy, and then like they spend like a couple of times with it, and then they forget about it because they're well. Also, because I was the only kid that had them, and I had these two pistols, and that's it. I so, didn't know your friends like were around. You know, no, like, no one else wants laser challenge. I'm like, okay, we can. You guys don't want to play it? Yeah, I think I like, used it as a prop more for manhunt than actual nice. using it as the laser challenge set. Yeah. Man, I, I will say, like, uh, like out of all this, like, uh, what I'm realizing is, like, this this story really just invoked, uh, in both, and, and I think all three of us, nostalgia for like the like uh, as kids in the '90s. <laughs> oh, totally. Like it really like it grabs that like our audience <laughs> to a degree. Hundred percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Uh, so um, I'm just going to read this description. The first description of um, well, I guess I don't need this whole paragraph, but regardless. When it first describes uh, the box of the the knockoff guns in the toy store or in yeah. the uh, thrift yeah. store, yeah, it like describes it pretty accurately, saying like like there's a swirling James Bond gun barrel and like with a white circle behind them, and it's clearly knockoff and has like the kids holding the guns and it's like showing them in pure detail. But with all of those words, I didn't even know if they were handguns or rifles because it doesn't say. I just assumed pistol because they're using the golden eye opening as its logo. Yeah. But it doesn't say that it's pistols until like the dad picks it up and says that he fires the pistol at the other one to check. 
Yeah, that's true. So it's like all all this detail, and then like we could have got a little bit that little detail a little bit earlier. <laughs> yeah, so maybe it's just a little bit grammar. Yeah, but it could just be like where is it saying? Uh, yeah, it says, and the guns were depicted accurately positioned in the use hands at an angle to show as much detail as possible. It said, and the pistols were depicted accurately. Then right away, bam. Yeah. And then uh, this quote, which is in the same area. He left the store and came back in after a minute. One of the laser challenge pistols in his hand. Based on the description and the image that's with this uh, creepypasta, I thought he bought four of the rifles. Where'd this pistol come from? <laughs> is that just his own personal pistol? He. No, I, I think he might have like I, again like we get like a description, but like maybe there were like some pistol ones and some rifle ones. Not all of them were the same. Yeah, but it's not said. Yeah, it, it is. It is also it could just be like they they chose the image just like oh here's an image of laser challenge thing, but here's the, but I can only find the rifle one, even though you you found the the, the pistol version. <laughs> oh no, the mind the later year one. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Like uh, hang on, I, I have seen the pistol the pistol version. Yeah, it does have it doesn't have a back unit on it though actually. Yeah, it, you can get the Laser Challenge Patrol set, which has a weird plasma pistol-looking pistol thing in a front unit, but there's no back. And because yeah. of the way it's described, it's described 100% like the one that's on the image, saying, like, a kid yeah. an oversized gun and then another kid being shot in the back. Like, that's exactly that. Yeah. yeah. So maybe he got two of these and two pistols, but it's not said. And exactly. I feel like it could be mentioned. Like, this is long enough as it is, but if it was mentioned, it could be like, oh, well... Um, like Peter was like complaining that he had to use the pistol, he wanted to use the rifle or something, you know, like basically all the laser challenge weapons are the same thing, even though they're apparently not, because he has pistols too. Yeah, even though yeah, apparently there's pistols, but there's also like they're talking about about the the rifle version or the long arm version. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's yeah. it just kind of confusing on that. Fair. Uh, also, sorry, uh, just as a, co- a quick comment about the uh, about him like going in and out of the thrift store with the with the gun, just like walks out, walks in, it's like, sir, what what are you doing? It's like, oh, I need to test out uh, a laser gun toy. It's like, oh, okay, uh, wait. <laughs> yeah, just seems. I I thought that was like. I mean, I I kind of like shrugged it off. It's like, eh, whatever. Like as I was reading it, um, but I, I feel like like there'd be some kind of like maybe issue with him bringing in a uh like one of the laser toys like during the uh. Like into the thrift store, like to test out one of the toys in the thrift store, but maybe there wasn't. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like the way that you would do that is you would bring it up to the cash and yeah. be like, "Can I just go out and grab one of my kids' uh, pistols, see if it works with this?" And they'd be like, "Yeah, sure." And they'd hold yeah, exactly. That that's what that yeah that's what that scene would basically turn into. Just like mm-hmm. so maybe I mean again like maybe it's fine the way it is because it it doesn't like add any more necessary like kind of dithering <laughs> to get to the to the events of the actual like laser tag game. <laughs> it could also speed it up though because. If you move that and like the the battery and all that stuff to the uh, the purchase desk, then like when they put the battery back in, it could like fuck up the register for a second. It's like, oh oh yeah, weird. I get that. Yeah, and then yeah, just have like the the cashier's like, oh, expect the cashier's like, oh, oh that thing, and it's like, but no, they're just like, oh, that was weird. Here you go. <clears throat> Here's a change. Leave. Yep. I want to go home. <laughs> I'm house. I live here. <laughs> yeah. I live. I live upstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, still in the thrift store. Inside the shell, I also noticed a small dial that I didn't touch yet. As soon as I read that, I'm like, spoilers. I imagine that dial is going to be able to like set it to kill or something like that. But, but not really. No. Yeah, it just it just sets like, yeah, it was kind of like, honestly, you didn't need it. Yeah, they unless, didn't even use it. Unless it's it was supposed, like, by dialing it up to like like the top, like the max, it like maybe intensified the, re- the, uh, the receiver or something like that. But I, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think it really came up or was really really important at all 
Yeah, it was unnecessary. Although, yeah, right. as soon as they mentioned that, I also remember that inside the battery pack of my shit, there was a dial as well. Oh, God. Yeah. But, like, in, 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 in he specifically says the Laser Challenge uh, uh, American brands didn't have it. I had the newer one where they added that. Oh, that's right. They added it. Okay. Because <laughs> mine was a couple of years after that one. And this knockoff was, was like, 10 years earlier. Yeah, but it was ahead of its time, you see. That's true. And this is um, when they're testing the range of it. You took a break to figure out the range by doing a few tests, having Brian back up about 10 feet until Peter's hits with my black gun no longer registered. He had to be clear across the block, some 500 feet away, and even then in direct sunlight until his vest stopped buzzing. So my answer to that is he was able to hit that far. Like the laser going that far, I can get. But that's a long way to accurately aim, especially for a kid. The target would be minuscule, and he's just using iron sights on a handgun. Also, Five feet away is a long way away. Yeah, you're you're thinking about that angle. I'm thinking about like, man, hindsight 2020. That like, and that was Brian. Man, the black kid almost died first. Yes, <laughs> like yes, my, <laughs> they were just like they were just like testing fate there. Every ten feet, <laughs> like so, like he, he like they did it every ten feet. So. Like how many how many times how many how many times did he shoot that laser and it didn't hit the central node? Let's say well, five hundred feet divided into groups of ten. They did right. fifty tests. Jesus Christ! <laughs> now, but, no, uh, what, now, yeah, was it the same? I don't think it was the same vest. Now that no, I think about it, it was so, the American vest. Okay, so they lucked out. But like, man, if that had been <laughs> that had been really funny, also really horrifying. <laughs> like yeah. on like the second or third like attempt, uh, like with like one of the old vests. They just they just vaporize their friend that, there and then in the middle of broad daylight on the sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I I do call BS on gun related aim uh aiming and shooting on this. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of like the in a way it's like the firing a high caliber sniper at a moving helicopter that we did. That's yeah, one with thing. the SCP. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing because that guy was like trained and a professional, and even that was kind of. Hit or miss. Ha ha. Uh, whether or not he could have done that. <laughs> I get but, it, because it's guns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but these are like kids aiming with toys, so 500 feet away is a little insane. If these lasers are shooting a pinpoint laser, that is. But maybe it's shooting like this huge like cone blast that they're not aware of, hence why you can always hit. Yeah, it's a shotgun blast that goes 500 feet. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it is. I think it's just like a pinpoint, because that's... Otherwise, like, they'd be much easier to, like, again, blast that, that central node. True, yeah. Well, then Peter is a god among them. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> among well, they did, they did say that, like, I think one of them is, like, a really good sharpshooter. I'm pretty sure well, it was him. Uh, the thing is that the foreign set has uh, the, the health bar, so it could be that you received damage based on how close you were shot. Oh, okay. That could be a setting, too. And the the American version can't do a critical hit. Yeah, because it's not weak. It's not a powerful enough laser. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that could be it. And then they play their game for a little while and they end up switching guns. And then um, uh, Jake Justin, Jingle Heimer Schmidt. Um, I've never got to live this down, am I? <laughs> no. <laughs> he, said, he said, also, once I, to- uh, once I took a hit for the first time. So, like, he's been playing until late afternoon. And he hasn't been hit, and his friends haven't called bullshit on him at all. I mean, hey man, the sensor doesn't go. The sensor doesn't. uh, The the sensor doesn't um, like light up. The sensor doesn't light up. Still, like, man, I would have complained way earlier. It's like this guy has never been hit once. Why? Why don't we change the teams? Yeah, definitely. He's kicking our ass. This is no fun. 
I'm gonna go cry. <laughs> I'm gonna go tell my mom. <laughs> no, my mom said we had to switch team. Mm-hmm. Totally. So then, um, Nick disappears. Peter's freaking out. Nick is never found. Time passes until senior year of college. That happens. Yeah. So, like, has Peter been freaking out this entire time? Like, constantly in that, like, that state where he's, like, inconsolable and you can't talk to him? No, I mean, my guess is, like, if you look at his family and stuff, you know, that, that family basically was ruined by this event. Well, I um, understand that. But, like, when Jake, Justin, Jingleheimer Schmidt gets home, he's able to just go talk to him and he talks to him relatively normally. When did that happen? When did he get some form of normality it's, back in his life? It, when he went to therapy, he started going to therapy after that, or like, or sure, like apparently more recently. So um, I guess it's again, it's just something that we brought up earlier, where like there's a whole section, like it, it would make the story a little bit longer, but we should get some kind of like thing that explains like the time, the eight, the eight year drop off. It's like it's like Jesus going into the desert for like years, right? Sure. Mikey? Is it how how long did Jesus go into the desert? You for? were there. How long was he there for? <laughs> uh, um, I know he goes in there for like a, a long ass time, but like it's not none of none of what happens in the desert is mentioned in the Bible. <laughs> oh yeah, but it's like years go by, and then he comes back out of the desert. Yeah, it's like, I probably should not be criticizing a <laughs> theological uh, uh, th- uh, subject, <laughs> or, or else invo- invoke the wrath of, of Christians, which I mean they have a bad. Uh, track record as it is on on reactions but anyway uh yeah moving right along uh yeah so next quote uh yeah yeah uh hello i'm posting from poland i have a good grasp of english the box you described sounds uh much like when i saw my neighbor's attic as soon as i read that there's another reactionary thing i'm like no don't explain it you'll wreck it right at the end thankfully he didn't explain it so he just kind yeah. of confirmed with justin already but it was also unnecessary honestly yeah, kind of. It, it really didn't have to be there. Like, other than like, there, it just really added that like, there's there were more of the manufactured like, and like, here's an example of another one somewhere else in the world. So yeah, it it kind of does mean, that. That's basically. But honestly, like the guy like editor could have just added like, there's another comment that said basically that that kind of like uh, didn't say a whole lot more than what the story already kind of goes into. But it just added that there uh, there were definitely other um uh, other uh, other copies of this of this product elsewhere in the world. Well, there has to be because. You know, it's already a finished box and everything. It's I mean, it one thing just, been, just I, a random box. I mean, it could be like a one, like a prototype sort of thing. They wouldn't have done a finished yeah, they box. For it. They might have. Like, I uh, again, I'm, I'm thinking like I'm thinking of like toy manufacturing and stuff of like that. They might have like had like a prototype that they just uh, that, that got like lost in, uh, in on its way to a manufacturing thing, and then they just never were never able to like make the make it into a full product line. Or again, Maybe. supernatural bullshit that it's actually not, it, the the toy is just like this weird artifact. <laughs> That's a way cooler way. Yeah. The next one we kind of talked about it because he got the sensor by hiding it in the fetal position. And then um, my last note is just in regards to them being upset that the knockoff guns had no backpacks. Like the way I would have done it personally, I know they're them and I'm me, but I would have given both pistols to one guy and have him <laughs> wear the sensors on the front and back. But then someone has to sit out. Yeah. They do that on Goldeneye all the time. Oh, that's true. I, I think that I think what they were trying to do is like they wanted to play, um, like they wanted to they wanted to they wanted to play uh, like all of them at once, not like not mm. have the restriction of four player. Oh, I know, but yeah, it sounds like they would have had more fun if they had the back units, or you know, <laughs> or, or, or a faster chance of being vaporized. 
I oh mean, no, except except the guy with the late. Actually, no, he they'd never get vaporized because if if the American brands, um, I mean, honestly, if that was the case, the the uh, the the dad was risking being vaporized by <laughs> in the thrift store when he was no, testing he out shot the filters. It, he shot it with the the American gun. No, that's he what I mean. Like, cross, yeah, cross checking. That's what I was trying to get at. Like, the American brands don't affect the 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 threshold for the uh, the sensor. So. Like yeah. yeah, the guy with the guy with the the tw- the dual lasers, like the dual knockoff lasers and the dual knockoff um, sensors, would basically just be the gunman, <laughs> like the boss of of a yeah, game. Pretty much. And just you could do like four v one games against yeah. him, He'd like a juggernaut game mode. Yeah, exactly. It'd be fun as hell. Except trying to get those vests off you would be a son of a bitch. <laughs> that, he's, that's fine. He'd just be permanently that guy. Yeah. Oh, but I want to play the zombie. I'm thinking of like Halo, Halo zombie. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that's it. That's all, all my right. words. I'm out of words. All right. Now stay quiet for the rest of the, of the rest of the episode. You got it. Whoops, I broke it. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So let's, let's yeah, let's get the brass tacks on final thoughts. Um, I did really enjoy this, the format of the wraparound narrative of like, again, like the, the toy site, like the creepy toy site. I think it's a cool idea for, to tell stories in like almost an anthology sort of way. Like here's a couple of, of kind of, one-off stories that all are connected via like they have like a weird anachronistic creepy product i think that's cool um and and the story as itself it really kind of like i liked the story itself with because it brought me back to the 90s in my own kind of childhood like i was able to familiarize and like uh uh relate to the stories like what what was going on in the story and i liked the 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 horror tropes as tropey as they are that are brought into the story, like the cursed object found at a thrift store and like a laser tag gun that actually vaporizes a character. Like those are all like really fun horror elements and stuff like that. You can bring to this table. Now through this discussion, we have commented that there are a lot of issues with the story, <laughs> like between grammar issues and plot hole situations with the continuity, things need to be fixed. Like things need to be added to the story um, that, I feel like a couple of edit, some editing would would definitely repair and fix, and like it would make the story a little bit longer. Maybe it wouldn't. Maybe like some of the things that you remove would actually kind of just even it out. But ultimately, I think I'd still recommend this story despite all the uh, the issues of it. Um, the only other kind of like thing that I, I I might say as like a negative toward the story, or like kind of like as a like for uh, for uh, against the recommendation. Is the story, while it is fully detailed and immersive into like this this event and these the, these kids like this whole event that happens to these kids and like them playing this game and having it ruined for them, it's kind of dragged out a little bit to a degree. Mm-hmm. Like I I like I enjoyed the read, but there were a few times where I was like just kind of like I, it wasn't like all right keep going, but I was just like man this is really going on a long time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that might be a point against it, but I think. For the most part, I would still recommend this story. It just needs a lot of editing work uh, for some of the for the for the grammar stuff and things. It's not perfect at all, um, but it's still worthy of of checking out. <laughs> Mikey, these stands for you. All right. Um, for me, uh, I feel the story ends up going too far. Like, uh, yes, he's vaporized, but then we end up with crazy peter eight years later with a manual that explains that how he the was guns were dangerous <laughs> yeah. yeah um and the whole manual situation just really took it out for me like i you know what i almost i almost wonder if maybe instead of like him on his computer like or, or like he, he we meet peter eight years later 
He's playing an MMO. Um, so like maybe in that eight years, he's been like digging into this, into this information, like trying to find um, the produ- the the product and like the 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 produce the manufacturer and stuff like that for this thing. So he's like dived into the deep web. I know we're pulling into the deep web uh, trope here, but it that feels a little bit more like kind of um, a little bit more reasonable for this kind of story than for him to have like just happened to have like snagged the the box and the manual <laughs> and all that mm. stuff. Like I, I, I yeah. kind of, I kind of, I kind of get where you're going with that, and I feel like if that had just been altered so that like he's become a, kind of a, um, uh, he's become obsessed with this product, trying to learn like wh- why his his brother was killed and like how this happened and all the kind of thing. I think that would have been a little bit more if it was tilted more to like the internet kind of searching sort of deal. Mm-hmm. And like the instruction manual is just printed off from his printer. But exactly. He, like, yeah. Found the information online. Yeah. Yeah. And then and, sorry, and then we put that part that that polish forum comment that's kind of unnecessary at the end yeah even. yeah yeah um and I, I like the finding of the shoes but i also would have liked for them to have feet in them yeah i i, I think we well two of us were definitely <laughs> expecting that and i was just surprised when it was just no it's, it's just his shoes so yeah i was having experience like like did anybody look up and see uh see a fried like uh a fried body up in the trees where he'd like got rocketed up <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what's the rules on this because it vaporizes clothes but not his shoes like yeah, if well, it was his shoes with a pile of clothes on top of it then okay well it again flesh. again in cartoons that the sh- the shoes being the only thing that's left is the signify is is a trademark of disintegration <laughs> it is <laughs> and as soon as that happened i viewed everything with a um uh Oh god, what's the term for it in video games? Uh, the cell shading around everything. Yeah, yeah, everything it's the Borderlands. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I do agree. There should have been like maybe some graphic, just like again to add, like if you're gonna up the ante with the kid being disintegrated, fucking have like some graphic, like like all that's left of him are his shoes with his feet still intact inside. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, well, there's his watch over there with his hand still in it. Exactly, or his hand still on the on the gun. <laughs> like they find his, yeah. they find. Like they found his gun in the long grass, his hand was also attached to it, <laughs> mm-hmm. or like his trigger finger was all that's le- like was was like uh, was like it was also on the trigger part. Yeah, it's weird mm-hmm. how completely he's removed from the situation, except his shoes for reasons. That's yeah. the weirdest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So all said and done, I'm only going to give this a partial recommendation. Fair enough. All right, gamer. You know what would be a cool way to do the disintegration thing? I'm still mm-hmm. on that. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> it's centralized from the chest. So what if it was like his shoes are there, but so her shins and like up to his knees, basically. Oh, so it's like from the center piece, there's just a yeah. sphere that expands out and just and just disintegrates all of that part. And it just gobbled up like everything except for the anything that was outside. So yeah, his hands and and like his his shins are all that's left. Yeah. If he's T-posing at the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's also true. Yeah, because, like, usually you don't have your hands outstretched like that. Although maybe yeah. he's like, ah! <laughs> like, <laughs> so again, this is an audio podcast, but I basically just panned about, like, <laughs> arms outstretched, like, ah! Like, in an attack, like, oh, I've been shot! Ah! <laughs> like, I saw exactly Red Eagle sort did. of way. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But for me, all in all, um, it was a fun read. I It was very, uh, I remember a lot of things. Well, going through that, I was hit by a lot of nostalgia, and I'm sure that twisted my um, my response to this 
to the more positive than it may have been. Like, for example, most of the problems you guys brought up, I didn't even notice while reading it because I was just enjoying it. Yeah, I was just exactly. like, oh, I remember Laser Challenge. Oh, <laughs> sick. Oh, yeah, oh, I, yeah I did that too. Oh, man, I think I have one. Of the, I, think I, stick, I think I still have it in my basement. <laughs> I'm wearing it right now. <laughs> that would be really fun if you are. I now we know what the title card's going to have, or, or uh, Gamer. Oh, yeah. That's fine. I'll be wearing both of mine. I'll have both pistols with like the front and back unit on because I uh, they're only front units, but you can wear both, I guess. <laughs> so I gotta do I gotta do like I gotta do uh, Among Us characters of us, but we, but your character has the uh, has the laser uh, has the the laser uh, challenge gear on V two please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I like the read. There wasn't really too much that pulled me out of it. Like I mentioned, though, there's. Stuff like the end doesn't really need to be there. Yeah. The story could stand on its own without like the editor and without the message at the end. Just it without being the... itself, I feel yeah. like it would be stronger. Yeah, I mean honestly, like, especially for like a story that like if you're gonna do like the wraparound thing, like you don't even necessarily have to have the wraparound integrated into the story element. You could just have that like this is just a story on this website, uh, called Cold Relics, where we gather up story accounts of these weird things. Like or, or or like or like, yeah and like it wasn't cold relics it was the other one. Oh no no okay cold relics is where these stories are like oh, yes, yes. post right now but i mean yeah you can get rid of the creepy toy element thing and just have it be like a creepy toy event thing that somebody pulled up so yeah yeah pretty much but all in all i enjoyed it but it's not perfect so i'll give it a partial recommendation it's a long read but if you're a 90s kid and you played laser challenge you'll enjoy it yeah i think i think honestly the 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 general consensus is like we all partially recommend it and in relatively positive light compared like even despite yeah. all its flaws like because it does have a lot of flaws but it it still was really fun to read and enjoyable so it, it wasn't it does, even a slog for me to read honestly i'm not i i, I was just saying like I, I like i there were it wasn't like a slog like i think there's a couple of stories actually i think you had a, a a story recently that where you just like hated this like because it was such <laughs> a slog I, you slept you won't you fell asleep through it well, i did through, through, through the one story yeah, I really did. and I, I, I will. I want to. I want to iterate. I did not have that kind of like that level of it. It was more just like this story is like like I was like halfway through. And I was like, man, this story like we were going into a lot of detail on this like kids adventure. I like I don't hate it, but I was like, it is a little long. Like I could see like Devil's Advocate. Like you could maybe like skim some of this out if you need if if you were trying to like meet a quota. <laughs> yeah. That, that's all I was getting at. I wasn't like saying like the story is like ruined because Dude. of it. I'm just saying like that's calm down. Yeah. I wasn't even targeting you in regards to talking about it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You said like it was a pain to read. I get very defensive. I'm sorry. Apparently. But yeah. Um yeah, I think yeah, all around partial recommendation. Mm-hmm. Um it just it could use some work, but otherwise it was an enjoyable. So that was this week's episode. If you're still alive, still awake uh, still awake with us, uh you can leave a comment in the comment section below. Let us know how we're doing. Um on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr, on iTunes, or any pod streaming site you're you're listening to us on, leave us a rating and review. Let us know how we're doing, guys. It always helps. You know, gets us gets us some uh, some attention out there in internet land. So, um, and if you'd like to talk to us on Twitter, we're all on Twitter. Uh, Mikey's at the East Ends for Evil. Uh, Gamer and Yellow is at the Gamer and Yellow, but without that W because the name is very long, like the story. <laughs> it has to be. Um, and my uh, my tag is Review Cultist. You can send us emails at aldentebrigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com, where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas, SCPs, spooky stories, similar kind of like things like this, where like they're from a website that has a bunch of 
like one-off story accounts and stuff or cryptids. We'll talk about it. We'll discuss it. We'll review them. We always look forward to when we do get them in our comment sections or on our emails and such. Um, and if you'd like to help support the show financially, you can go to our Patreon, look at Valdente Rigamortis and select the back that you'd like to support us at. Uh, we've got special episodes, early access, extra content. Just depends on how much you want to uh, donate to us and support us. Uh, we very much appreciate it, especially to our patrons. They're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, as I say every time, we very much appreciate that. Um, and to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you guys just as much because without your listenership, it would be like speaking into the void for three hours. <laughs> um, this is a long one. Thank you. And to your, uh, if you didn't create these stories and post them and share them online, even if you're some asshole therapist who posts them, <laughs> Their, their, their uh, patients' stories online, which I don't think is actually how this happened. But anyway, thank you all the same. Because if you didn't have, we if you didn't share them, we wouldn't have any material to talk about, and and the show really wouldn't exist. So thank you. Until next time, I've been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil, and I'm the gamer in yellow. This has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. From, Clor- from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Florida. That's my favorite Stavens. That's my favorite st- uh, Stavins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>